Hey, you guys. I hope everybody's doing good today. Yes, it is Leo season. And y'all know every year I go live on my birthday. Tomorrow's my official birthday, though. It's the 29th, but I don't go live on the weekends, honey. Those are my days off. So we're going to push, you know what I'm saying, my little birthday Leo vibe celebration till today. Um, it just started storming, so in case y'all hear thunder and lightning, we've been getting a lot of storms lately. But um, I feel good today. Um, I feel blessed. It feels good to, you know what I'm saying, officially tomorrow, but to see another year. So shout out to all the Leos in the house. Shout out to everybody who has a birthday um, this month in general, but, you know, particularly, you know, to the Leo, you know what I'm saying, L gang, LL gang gang, Okay. So it's been a lot going on. This has been a very, very interesting week. Um, but I want to, you know, push the stream to the end of the week, just, you know, so that way it can coincide, you know what I'm saying, with my birthday vibes. So, um, but yeah, it's been a very, very interesting week and we have a lot to get into and to talk about here. So shout out to everybody. Come on in, y'all. Come on in. So now, let me see here. Make sure my screens are up. So we got to do an update, child, concerning Carly Russell. I am over this lady. I am over this story. She is finally getting her just desserts for having everybody, you know, be concerned about her. Everybody going out there looking for her, posting messages, you know, protect black women. Only to find out that, find out that Carly Russell was a damn liar, Okay. So Carly Russell's ass has been arrested. Her mug shot. She looks crazy as cat shit. Got the nerve to be in her mug shot smiling like a lunatic. Um, so we're going to go ahead. Let me pull up the, the thing here. Give me just a second. Okay, so they did a news conference today to talk about everything. First, let me show, let me show you all her mug shot first. This lady is just a mess. This is just embarrassing at this point. So they released her mugshot early today. We gonna go ahead and take a sip real quick. I mean, just as if she's graduating high school. Let me share my screen so y'all can see this foolishness. That is Carly Russell. That's her mugshot right here. Smiling like she done won the damn lottery. Just sitting here smiling and shit like like she didn't just do this huge hoax. You should be in the mugshot, straight face, looking like this, embarrassed. Oh no, not Carly. Well, she don't won the damn lottery. So let's go ahead and listen to what the uh, detectives had to say about the situation. Let me refresh my screen here. All right, let's pull them up. They got a lot to say about the Carly situation, child. We're going to watch this together here. No, actions can have consequences, and that's why we're here today. This afternoon, Carly Russell, with the assistance of her attorney, turned herself into the Hoover City Jail, where she was arrested for the following charges. False reporting to law enforcement authorities, Class A misdemeanor, $1,000 bond. Falsely report an incident, a Class A misdemeanor, with a $1,000 bond. Each of these charges carry up to a year in jail, 
and potential fine of $6,000 upon conviction. Ms. Russell was released from jail after posting bond. We initially presented this case to District Attorney Lanise Washington, who agreed to handle prosecution through district court. After consulting with the Circuit Court of Jefferson County Bessemer Division, the case was referred back to municipal court for charging because the only actual charges were misdemeanors. Judging from the amount of phone calls and emails that we've received from people all over the country, I know many are shocked and appalled that Ms. Russell is only being charged with two misdemeanors, despite all the panic and disruption her actions caused. Let me assure you, I too share the same frustration, but existing laws only allow the charges that were filed to be filed. I can tell you that I will be contacting our state legislatures on behalf of law enforcement in Montgomery and asking them to look at this law applied to these facts and urge them to add an enhancement to current legislation when somebody falsely reports kidnapping or another violent crime. Because of the attention this case has garnered, we've requested Attorney General Steve Marshall's office adopt this case, and they've agreed to do so. The Hoover Police Department wants to thank everyone that assisted us from the beginning and continues to assist us in this case as we work its way through the criminal justice system. Joining me at the podium today is State of Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall. Thank you, Chief. Let me begin by commending Hoover Police Department and Chief Durgis for his leadership in this investigation. Obviously, this captured many's attention as a result of not only the allegations themselves, but also the concern about a possible victim and being able to return her home. As we know, actions can have. All right, let me go ahead and come back on the screen, child. I was playing around my stream yard, so I guess they gave me a new backdrop or something. Um, Y'all enjoy it. I didn't even know it was there. But um, yeah, so this lady's insane. She's she's crazy as cat shit. And um, I'm glad that she's facing consequences. Um, again, there was a lot of people who had excuses for her. People acted like, you know, if you if you question anything, oh, it's for your hate of black women, and black women are never supported. No, it's called common sense and logic, okay? Um, you don't you don't go missing and then you just show up at your parents' house two days later like nothing happened. And all of a sudden, nobody has the right to ask any questions. Um, they're also saying, too, that, you know, they're looking to see if anybody else was involved, including the parents. They haven't completely ruled them out yet, but I don't think the parents were involved. I think this was Carly's grand idea. And like I said before, I think the worst part of this, and I don't care if this is Carly any of these crazy white ladies who have done the same thing, there's nothing okay with taking resources from people who are really missing. So I think this should like teach everybody, she should be used as an example. This is not okay. She should do some jail time. Again, I don't think she should do any more time than anybody else. Most of the white women who were caught and arrested for the same crime, they did about six months or less in jail. So I think that's about right. But she's really messed up her life. And what I really hate is the fact that the guy that she allegedly did this over, her boyfriend, um, to me, he's, a, he's an attention whore and a cloud chaser. If you guys haven't noticed, um, let me show y'all his, his, he won't shut the fuck up, neither will his sister. They keep coming out with these statements when at this point, I don't want to hear from anybody from Hoover. I don't want to hear from the dog. I don't want to hear from the cat. All y'all people from Hoover, Alabama, involved with this case, just disappear, go back into obscurity. But uh, the boyfriend came out again for like the 50th time 
and he has something to say. And, and funny enough, he's not verified. He ran to verify his account. So again, he is seeking attention off of this as well. He says, Carly's actions created hurt, confusion, and dishonesty. I was made aware of the false narrative after coming to the defense of my ex, Carly Russell. Myself and my family's nature was to react in love and genuine concern. We are disgusted from the outcome of the entire situation. I strongly feel exactly like you all, blindsided with Carly's actions. This is still an ongoing investigation, but with all of the recent information in her confession, now we gain closure to this situation. Thank you all, my family, my friends, the nation for supporting us through this. I wanna also send prayers and thanks to Miss Angela Haley, Harris, her team, and all of the volunteers. Thank you again for your unwavering support. The severity of this matter has not been overlooked and I deeply respect and genuinely support the sh uh, support shared during this situation. Please continue to keep us in your thoughts and prayers. With love, Tomar. Tomar, shut the fuck up. You, Carly, and your sister just need to skedaddle, okay? Just skedaddle. I don't know why he thinks he's famous out of this situation, why he felt the need to verify his account. Um, you're not a celebrity. You're literally famous because you did something to your girlfriend, allegedly cheated on her, and then she created this whole ruse. All y'all should be embarrassed at this point. You know, so... I just think it's sad. I think the whole situation was definitely just, it, it just wasn't warranted. And once again, it takes away from real missing persons cases. And I, for one, am over it. This entire situation just needs to go away. She needs to do her time. It's sad that she basically ruined her future behind some foolishness because she wanted to garner attention and sympathy from her boyfriend. She decided to involve us in this damn group chat that we didn't ask to be involved in. So that whole situation is a hot damn mess. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Uh, Taylor Dre says, good luck on your birthday tomorrow, T. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Chastity sent 199 says, happy early birthday, sis. Mine is August 1st. Shout out to you. Thank you, fellow Leo, sis. Um, let's see here. Obscure FM sent five says happy birthday, lovely T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Kit Finn sent five dollars says tomorrow's my birthday. Glad to see you. Okay, we so we're birthday twins then. So happy early birthday to you as well. Thank you for coming through. Uh Lolly Cottle sent 10 says happy birthday. You look beautiful. Thank you so much. I want to dress up for my birthday. So thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, Yizel sent five dollars. Says happy early birthday, T. Wishing you nothing but the best. Your numbers are moving up on YT. Thank you so much because I don't even check them. I just I don't care at this point. I'm over YT and their foolishness. You know what I'm saying? They want to keep my numbers suppressed, but it's cool because I actually have real supporters. So I'm not worried too much about it. But thank you, uh, Zoo Money. What's up, Zulika? She says happy birthday, T. Leo season. You are the best to ever. Do it. Looking amazing more in life. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. We kicked it last year on my birthday on the boat. She was one of the tea sippers that came to my birthday party. We had a good old funky time. You know, and I always find it funny when people are like, you know, I don't see how you hang with your with your fans. That's weird and this and that. No, I'd rather hang with people who genuinely like me 
you know what I'm saying, who generally rock with me than to build these fake ass internet relationships with other, you know what I'm saying, internet personalities. Then they end up turning and, you know what I'm saying, backstabbing each other. No, no, I'm, I'm cool. I'd rather I hang with my tea sippers any damn day, okay? And y'all know when we get together, we turn the fuck up, okay? Just like we did in the ATL, run it out the whole club. We party, we kicked it. Most influencers, they won't do that. You know, they'll sell tickets, they'll do shows, and y'all come and watch them for an hour, then y'all go on about y'all's business. Me, no, I actually hang with my tea sippers. I actually hang with the people who actually really support me. You know what I'm saying? I do stuff. I get back to my real supporters. So, uh, yeah, we, we turn up. Y'all know how I do. You know, people try to uh, duplicate, but it's never the same, honey. We have a good time. Uh, let me see here. D8 sent $10. Says, happy early birthday. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Royal Blue says, happy birthday. My daughter's birthday is today also. That's what's up. Happy birthday to your daughter. Um, Thea W sent $99. Thank you so much. She says, happy birthday from the Washington casting. Thank you so much, sis. It was so nice to meet you at my event as well. So I appreciate it. Uh, Joe Anderson, 499 says, wow, looking real good. Happy birthday, sis. Thank you for coming on live today. You are more than welcome. And thank you for joining me. So like I said, it's been a lot going on this week. Um, let's go ahead and hit on this topic here with DJ Envy. Now, we talked about this like a month or so, probably like going on two months ago. There's a man named Tony the Closer. Um, he had a call with DJ Envy and it went viral. And he was basically, you know, caught, I guess him and DJ Envy were cool or something. And he was calling him out. And DJ Envy's business partner, Cesar Pina. And also uh, the Star Report was also talking about it as well. And so now, DJ Envy's being legally sued. You know, he he can play it off and not talk about it on The Breakfast Club all he wants to, but per these receipts, he's being sued now. And on top of that, I guess he was on, he was recorded. I don't know who recorded him or if it was Tony who exposed it, but there's an audio of DJ Envy saying that he made another child. There's all these finance people on YouTube, right? So you have the white finance sector. They be over there scheming and scamming too. Then you have the black finance sector. And a lot of them have been shown to be schemers and scammers too. Um, so there's a podcast called Earn Your Leisure. I've ran across them once or twice. I don't listen to them like that. But I guess DJ Envy is hating on them because he bought them on The Breakfast Club. And then he was recorded basically, you know, being real envious, you know, just living up to his name, honey, DJ Envy hating on this black um, finance, these black finance guys. So let me see if I can find the video. I think, I want to say, Shade had it. Let me see here. There's a few videos showing there. Is this the one? But now he's basically being dragged for all of this nonsense. Let me see if I can. I just watched the dang on video. Okay, here it is. Okay. Uh, 
Chig's smooth had posted it. So this is the, the I want y'all to hear this clip of DJ Envy hating on this other podcast that he promoted on The Breakfast Club. To be DJ Envy going on a rant, claiming. Angelie in, that's my show. I created, and I brought Angelie in, that's my show. I created Caesar. There was no Caesar. Caesar wouldn't have the lifeline or life that he had without a DJ. I created Matt. If I wasn't there, if I didn't create Matt, if I didn't have Matt speak, if I didn't put Matt on the breakfast club, if I didn't recommend people to Matt, it would be no Matt. Not one. Not a lick. EYL is here because of me. Because of me going on their show. Me putting them on the Breakfast Club. And I don't have a problem saying it to any of their faces because they know. Same thing with you. Nobody would know who you are the way you are right now if it wasn't for DJ Envy. For putting you on the Breakfast Club. For putting you on the seminars. For making the moves that I made for you. Then you would not be as big as you are now. And if you don't think that, you are fucked. Now, a lot of people are questioning the... All right, let me come back on the screen, child. So that's what he was saying about the Earn Your Leisure podcast, guys. So then they made some raw response to him. I guess they don't really do beef, so they responded back to him or whatever. But I just thought it was... What was very telling, if you listen to that audio, he says he made Cesar Pina. Cesar Pina is the guy who done scammed everybody. Uh, the whole flipping New Jersey, flipping NJ, um, that is Cesar Pina. So when all that stuff came out about Cesar Pina, DJ Envy was initially trying to distance himself. Like, oh, well, he just came on the Breakfast Club. We bring a lot of people on the Breakfast Club. That don't got nothing to do with me. But now in this audio, you hear him saying that he made Cesar Pina. So if you made him, were you also involved in how deep does the rabbit go? Does the rabbit hole go? with you being involved in this fraud that he's being, you know what I'm saying, that people are, are accusing him of. So the whole situation is insane. And this is why a lot of times, honestly, why do, I do not like to mix my brand with other people because the fact that this is supposed to be a platform where you guys are supposed to use it to help promote, you know, other black people, right? people who create businesses, rappers, entertainers, you know, things like that. So it's be a platform. Um, you know, you're not paying these people to come on the platform. People are not paying you, but you guys are getting, you know, views off of them. It's a topic for your station and all that stuff. So for him to be talking mess and say that he made all these people, he even made Angelina Jolie, I'm not Angelina Jolie, Angelina Yee from what he's saying. You know, he made her, he bought her on The Breakfast Club. And I just feel like, why do you need credit for that? If you're doing something and you're working with somebody, you're promoting them, that's just what it is. That'd be like me coming out here and be like, I made B.L. Sherelle. I made Emily because I've had them on my podcast. No, I didn't. These people were who they were before they ever met me. That's insane to have that type of mentality. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one thing I hate. Like I said, when you go mixing your brand with people and, you know, jumping on people's shows. Then as soon as y'all fall off, the first thing they say is, oh, I made that person. That person would be nobody if I didn't bring them on my platform. Y'all wouldn't know who they were if I didn't bring them on my platform. That shit is fake as hell. That's why I don't even be trying to mix and mingle and go on. Nah, ain't nobody made shit. I got this from the ground up. 
You know what I'm saying? Nobody propped me up. Nobody, I ain't had to suck nobody peeing. I ain't had to be on nobody's casting couch. I built this and the people who supported me were my T-sisters, point blank, period. And the fact that he has to say that is just weird. Like, are you not prominent enough in your position where it's not a big deal that people don't have to know that you put on this supposedly struggling podcast? That's silly to me that he would have that type of attitude. But let me go ahead. Let's read what they're saying, um, what he's being sued for. So let me go ahead and pull that up real quick. Because it's not, you know, he this ain't, this damn sure ain't made donkey of the day. They've been talking about everything but DJ Envy's nonsense. So let's go ahead and put this up. Um, and this was initially posted on, um, what was that? Uh, hot, hot hip hop.com, whatever they had it posted on there as well. So let me go ahead and read this. This is the court document. So it says DJ Envy is allegedly being accused of committing several crimes. According to court docs, he's accused in two different lawsuits of committing real estate fraud. The word is he's running a Ponzi scheme. Lawsuit alleges that he ran off with $1.5 million in investments for, for a property that never manifested. Reports, reports first surfaced about these investments in 2018. According to documents, COVID may cause delay, but the investors aren't buying it. They are accusing Envy and his alleged accomplices of stealing their money and not delivering a product box. So it is getting real. People are now hitting him with the lawsuit. You know, all of this, it's not alleged anymore because it isn't a court of law. I don't know how guilty he is or not guilty, not my business. But like I've always said, I don't understand why. It's like anybody can just come online and just tell people anything and folks fall for it. The, the scamming that goes on on social media to me is, at this point is just comical. Y'all literally believe that just because somebody is driving a Lamborghini or a Range Rover or a Ferrari, that somehow they got all of that by some legal means and there's something wrong with your life because you're not balling too, because you're not living in a mansion and this and that. When half of these people are living off of the courses that they're selling you all. Half of these people are running MLM, MLM, multi-level marketing scams, Ponzi schemes, and everything else. And it's sad because regardless of the situation, DJ Envy bought Cesar Pina onto the Breakfast Club and he co-signed him. And a lot of people would not have invested in Caesar or even, you know, believed in what was going on if it wasn't for DJ Envy's co-sign. But I also had to put the onus on grown adults who are simply blinded by riches, fancy suits, big words, Lamborghinis, and a following. That's literally all you need now on social media. And you too can run your own little Ponzi scheme. There's a man, uh, what's his name? Jay Morrison. He's been going viral lately. I guess he was starting something. They were trying to rebuild the Tulsa, Oklahoma fund or something like that. And they said, Thousands of people donated to him to try and build like his own Black Wall Street. He was co-signed by a lot of, you know, respectable YouTubers, you know, talking heads turned YouTubers. And now nobody can find the, yeah, Boyce Watkins, that's his name. Now, now nobody can find the money. They're saying like $10 million has just disappeared. 
And people were crying on Twitter about how they lost their investments. But I'm asking myself, did y'all actually do a background check? Like, like what made him a real estate mogul? I'm confused. Like, what else had he purchased before even doing this fund that made y'all feel comfortable enough to donate thousands of dollars? It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I don't understand how people feel like they can just give somebody 10, 15, 20 thousand dollars and expect that person to flip it for them. And then they get this huge ROI in less than six months. That's not how investments work. But again, people don't want to wait. People don't want to invest in, you know, IRAs, stocks, bonds, you know, treasury. People don't want to do that. They want quick money. So their whole thing is, let me go ahead and have somebody else flip. If somebody else can flip your money for you, you technically can flip it yourself. Why give it to these scammers to flip money for you? Why not take that same $10,000 and get with like a group of trusted friends? And then you all go out and go buy the property and rehab it and do the actual work. There's no such thing as free money. Anything you do, you have to work hard for it. You know, like, I just don't understand that. So, no, I don't feel bad for a lot of these people because a lot of people did it with being with greed in their mind. Let me hurry up and give this person this type of money, have them flip it real quick, and I'm going to get double, triple my investment. That's silly. And as quiet as it's kept, I think a lot of people are washing money with these fools too. But people aren't ready for that conversation. Because I'm sorry, if you have $10,000 to give to somebody on the internet that you don't know to invest in some property, where will you get the money from? And I'm not saying this couldn't have been, you know, money that was earned from a job, but the average person working a nine to five, they don't have $10,000 to casually give away. So are y'all using these people to wash your illegal gotten gains? I'm just saying. Because I'm not about to just hand over somebody in a fancy suit with a, with a new set of teeth $10,000 because they make YouTube videos. That is insane. So, yeah, a lot of stuff is coming out. It's sad. I think at this point, people need to be really, really smart. Like I always say, we're living in tough economic times. You have to be smart with your money. And if you don't have it to invest, do not invest. You never invest what you cannot afford to lose. I don't care if it's with this Tulsa, Oklahoma fund. I don't care if it's with, you know, these white folks who be out here scamming on YouTube. If you cannot afford to lose it, you have no business investing. It could be the stock market. Don't invest it if you cannot afford to lose it. But yeah, it is a mess what's going on right now. Oh, yeah, you know, a lot of them, they get them new teeth and you can't tell them nothing, honey. They get new teeth and they won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, new teeth, new attitude, all types of knowledge and everything else. So it's, it's, a, it's a trip. It's a trip. But I just thought that was corny, though, for him to be on that call, like going in like he was on um, the Earn Your Leisure podcast because... I didn't see them on The Breakfast Club. I don't watch Breakfast Club like that, but I've been hearing about them. So I don't think DJ Envy, you know, made them, you know. And, and the thing is, even if somebody came on your platform, let's just say they, they were small and maybe a lot of people didn't know them and they came on your platform, who cares? 
Like, why do you feel like you made somebody simply because they came on The Breakfast Club? As if they weren't grinding to get your attention to even make it on The Breakfast Club. It's insane. So, yeah, you got a lot of people that just be, you know, he's, to me, he's full of shit. So it's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening, like with this whole lawsuit situation. Um, But again, people have to be smart. You have to know what you're investing in. You can't just go off of because this person is viral or because all of your followers are following this person and investing in this person. Please do your own research. Do not invest money that you cannot afford to lose and do not invest with people that you don't know anything about. You got people who are literally falling for titles. CEO this, CFO that. And then when you really dig and, and, you know, dig deep into these people's backgrounds, they're not the CEO of anything. They're literally living off of the cash that people are investing into them. So, yeah, the whole thing is sad. It's sad. Somebody saying about make you but your parents? Facts. My thoughts on Elon Musk changing his Twitter logo. I don't know why he changed it to an X and then even now, okay, to X. But it's still Twitter.com. He's a weirdo. I don't know what the hell's wrong with Elon Musk. He's a straight up weirdo for that. But I peeped that too. It's like you go on there, everything's like this big black X. And then it's like, okay, but it's still Twitter. So Elon is always on some crazy stuff. Um, Let me see here. Rose. Why is my thing freezing? Hold on. Okay, there we go. Uh, Jade Alexanderson, 20 says, happy birthday. Love you and the Discord. Thank you so much, Jade. Appreciate you, sis. No average brother said 1999 says, happy early birthday, T. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, Sonique said 1999 says, Hey T I'm not involved, but I'm in, but I'm Hoover. (laughs) I'm Hoover all day. That's my hood. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to diss everybody in Hoover, but I really want Carly, her boyfriend, the sister and the parents to just, just go away. Just, just go away. Okay. Um, because they just got Hoover looking crazy, but thank you so much for the super chat. Love. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. The Texas said, oh my God, my first super chat. First of all, happy birthday to the beautiful, lovely T. Wishing you many more. Been watching for years. Thank you for being you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you as well. Thanks for the support. Um, v, uh, v Atanda sent 499 said, it's my 24th birthday today. Wishing you a happy birthday too. I've been a longtime supporter since I was 17. Love from London. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. So um, I know a lot of people have been asking me to speak on this whole trans situation. And to be honest, I just, I don't give a fuck about it. Um, I've spoken about this for months. I was dragged. I was accused of being transphobic. The only people who had my back were my tea sippers. Um, I've had to do live streams defending myself constantly because I was one of the few people calling out, well, not one the only one, of course, but one of the few people um, calling out white trans women or whatever, like Dylan Mulvaney, uh, Jeffrey Marsh, you know, the ones who were just basically, like I've said, they've hijacked the trans movement and they just flipped it upside down. I've talked about 
that male swimmer who just decided one day to become a woman, Leah Thomas. Uh, we talked about how the trans, uh, they had the, the girl, I forgot her name, the one that was racing against Leah that, you know, she went on the whole speaking engagement. Riley, I believe was her name, how she was attacked when she tried to go speak at the college. So I've been talking about this for a good six, seven months. And nobody gave two shits when I was getting drugged and caught transphobic and told I was a man and told that I was ugly and all this shit. Nobody cared. So at this point, you know, everybody can hold their own boobs, ovaries, nuts, peens and all that. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to swing on my own. I had to defend myself on my own. You know what I mean? Um, so the situation, I just don't care one way or another. You know, let them have at it. You know what I'm saying? Because again, when I get drugged, by that community, nobody cares. Everybody laughs and key keys and everybody's here for it. You know what I'm saying? When I'm getting dragged. So um, at this point, I'm just enjoying the shit show. But um, there was a trans lady that went viral. She, I guess she's a big old star. And so she went viral the other day. And then also Lorraine Cox, was. she was very upset too. So we're going to talk about this real quick. Give me just a second here. Okay. Systems, corporations, moneyed interests are a threat to us in our existence. This is the Laverne that I like. I hold back because I, I don't want people to think I'm we're trans people look crazy. I'm trying to rep for my community, but I'm mad. This shit is ridiculous. And I'm walking around every single day knowing that there are trans people and their families fleeing states right now because they don't want their parents to be arrested for supporting their children. There are people fleeing states because they need access to reproductive health care that they can't get in their state. People are losing their lives. More and more violence is happening against women and femmes and non-binary people because of all the hate and hatred that is being spewed against trans people right now. It's so real. People are showing up at drag shows with AK-40s and, and, and AR-15s and guns at drag shows. Right now, that's happening. There's terrorism happening against our communities right now, all of our communities. And we're like fighting about some dumb shit on the internet. And, and that's what goes viral. Those trans stories are going viral and our lives are in peril right now. But the, the bullshit about trans people is going viral and misinformation about trans people is going viral. And I, I'm so tired of it and I'm so sick of it. And I'm sick of trying to like be in public and be magnanimous and gracious when shit is real and our lives are in danger. Our existence is in danger right now. And in my, it's not hyperbolic. Look at the evidence. Look at it. There is a connection between books being banned all over. The Nazis burned and banned books. Um, we all know this now, right? We know that Magnus Hirschfeld had an institute for human sexuality. He was a gay Jewish man who did research on trans people and, and performed some of the first gender affirming care for trans people in the 1930s in Berlin. And his, his 
clinic was burned and all his books were burned. The book bannings, the banning of, um, of, of critical race theory, queer authors, black authors are being banned right now. That is happening at the same time that there is a rise in anti-Semitism. There's a rise in anti-trans and anti-LGBTQ hate, a rise in, in, in white supremacist terrorism in this country. We, this is all happening. This has happened before. This has happened before. And we are spending all of our time, all of our time arguing about some dumb shit when we need to be coming together, loving each other and figuring out how we can all coexist with our, with some rights over our bodies, with some rights to like a vote in America right now. It's wearing me out. It's wearing me out, and I, 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 I can't be, I, I, can we stop? Can we stop? And, I, and my trans siblings, and Hope Giselle said this, and I, I've never, ever, wanted to police any you check check the records check the records i don't agree with every trans person i never have but since i have had a public platform i am always careful never even if i disagree with trans people not to publicly call them out not to publicly like because i don't want to spat and i don't want infighting in my community and if we are and one all right all right let me come back on this Okay, so y'all just heard what um, Laverne Cox had to say. You know, Laverne was definitely very upset, um, and it is it is sad the whole the back and forth, the negativity. Um, but I mean, I the writing has been on the wall for a while now, you know, and that's the issue is that, like I said months ago. When I had to, you know, constantly defend myself, um, I said, you guys have allowed the crazies to run the asylum. So now you got people like Laverne Cox, who has been a face of the transgender movement for a long time, a positive face, you know, Janet Mock. And then you also got the lunatics like Dylan Mulvaney, who just, you know, who not even a year ago was just a regular gay boy. And then decided, hey, I, I want to, you know, uh, transition into a, a girl. I don't care if you're a biological female. I can't go back. Okay? I can't go back to girlhood. So how does he get to just start this girlhood journey? It, do, it doesn't make any sense. And that's the problem is, Laverne, you guys in your community are not calling out the bullshit. You guys are not holding your own trans sisters to task when they say things that you know are gonna stir the pot, that you know are gonna make people feel away. You have a lot of agents of chaos in the movement and they love it. They love being agents of chaos. They love throwing rocks and hiding their hands. And the problem is people like you don't call them out because you don't want infighting. So now the crazies are now the face of the trans movement. It's not the Laverne Coxes. It's not the Janet Mox, it's the lunatics who all they do is sit on social media all day, argue, go back and forth on Bego, you know, attack each other and everything else and attack, you know, biological women as well.
So I think the whole situation, you know, is a mess. Like I said, I don't have issues with anybody. I fuck with who fucks with me. And I know I have some solid trans folks who like, who are tea sippers, who I speak to, who really support me. And, you know, even the young trans lady that came to my event and me and her just, you know, just talked. And, you know, she was just like, you know, I support you. I get where you're coming from. And we had like some real, real good dialogue, you know, and I really appreciated her coming up to me and showing support because she's like, I get what you're saying. You know, all of us are not like that. But like I told her, I said, well, see, that's the problem. The way me and you can sit here and have a rational conversation and you understand that you have a mother and your mother is biological. And even though you transition, that you'll never technically biologically be a woman. I said, but the sad part is that those are the ones who don't have the voice. It's the people like you who have common sense, you know what I'm saying, who are not going out your way to call people cis gender when they don't want to be labeled that. I said, those are not the ones who have the voice in the community. And I think at this point, y'all are going to have to figure this out. This is not my job to figure it out. It's not my community. But I think those in the community who have common sense, and logic, they need to start speaking out and calling out the nonsense, start calling out the agents of chaos, because it is breeding a lot of transphobia or, you know, whatever y'all want to call it, trans hate. Um, I, I've, I've seen the shift on social media, I would say over like the past year, year and a half, I've seen a big shift. But again, I also have to hold the females accountable too. Because a lot of y'all were gassing up some of these agents of chaos. Because it was funny when they were dragging biological women and dragging their bodies, you know, the Nikita dragons and others, you know, who we won't even talk about. It was funny when they go in and they throw shade, you know, it's just shade. It's just gagging, you know. Well, now the chickens are coming home to roost. So for me, I feel no type of ways. I just, I don't care. Because for a long time, people thought this was cute. And now, you know, people have gotten comfortable. And now it's just the norm to just drag and just go in on women and things like that. And, you know, call women men. And and yeah, because for so long, women co-signed this and, and, you know, thought it was cute. And, you know, as long as they was talking about somebody else, it's all good. Well, now they're all dragging us. <laughs> now they're dragging all women, you know. So again, I just, I think it's, it's sad because it's caused such a division and it's very unnecessary, you know, that literally I think for like the past four days, the argument on social media has, has been about periods, you know, who owns periods. This has literally been an argument for the past four or five days all over social media. The, the, the entire situation is just insane. You know, but like I said, I, I don't care because we had this conversation here on my channel six months ago. I didn't see none of these celebrities coming out, having my motherfucking back and saying, you know, she's not transphobic. She's speaking the truth. No, they was living their best life. So I don't really have anything to say about this situation. I just I don't care. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I've said what I said. Um, and anytime I've spoken my truth, I've gotten drugged for it and, you know, gotten threats and everything else. So. At this point, I'm over it. But, you know, hopefully Laverne will wipe her tears, you know, talk to her trans sisters who are being agents of chaos. She knows the ones, you know, 
sometimes you have to shame people publicly. It's cute, you know, to whisper in their ear, but sometimes you have to shame them publicly so that way people know where you really stand in the situation. But you do have people being abused in that community. You do have people coming up missing. You do have people being killed, you know, and it's very unfortunate. So I just think that the division, the back and forth, it's just one more divisive topic. It's just one more divisive topic. And when I look at trans men, women who have turned into men, I don't see this issue going on with them. Why? Because men will kick it and, you know, they might deal with them, but they're not going to allow them in their spaces. They're not, they're, they're only going to allow them a certain level of comfort. And when it boils down to it, I don't care how much you change your outward appearance. There's still things that are just biologically and innately female and innately male. And when I see a lot of trans men, because even when they speak on the topic, they speak with logic, you, they still come from like a female point of view because they still have that female essence in them. And when I see some of the trans women talk about this same topic, you can hear the misogyny. And not in all of them. Because they're still wired to think like a man. No matter how beautiful the aesthetic is, no matter how clockable they are, it's still something innately in here. Even when they read, you're still reading like a gay man. Because most women don't really read like that. You're still reading like a gay man. When I've seen trans men get upset and they feel like there's no camaraderie in like, you know, there's no brotherhood with them. And you see them getting sensitive and crying and, and they feel lonely because, you know, they, they're not comfortable anymore in women's spaces, but the men are not really accepting of them and they're breaking down crying on TikTok. That's because something in here is still innately female and they're getting emotional you know so i don't know man it's just it's it's a very touchy topic it's a very sensitive topic you know and i don't i don't i don't know it's, it's just it's hard because there's people who really are dealing with gender dysmorphia who really feel like they were born in the wrong body and they really took their transition seriously. They started their hormones. They did everything. They put in work. And I just think that you have those people who are truly trans and that's truly how they identify. That's truly how they feel. That's truly how they see themselves. And then you have the other ones who are just, well, I'm not getting attention as a gay man. So now I'm trans. And I think that is the problem. You have a lot of gay men who weren't getting attention as gay boys. So now they decide to quote unquote transition and their transition usually just consists of just getting breast implants and a wig and beat makeup. So I just think that, you know, that that's the part that's frustrating because you do have people in the community who really suffer from gender dysmorphia, who are really going through it every day for them is a challenge. You know what I'm saying? To just be comfortable in the body that they were born in. And then you have other people who are literally hijacking that same situation for monetary gain. But y'all are not ready for that conversation, you know,
because if I can make more money, you know, just reading people all day, every day on Bego, you know what I'm saying? Well, now I'm a woman. If I can get makeup and sponsorship deals, a lot of this goes back to money. When there was no money to be had, you didn't see a lot of this. Attention and money. And it's sad because, again, it, it's really affecting people who are really going through it. And because the ones, the ones that I talk to, the ones that I have real dialogue with, they have common sense. They have discernment. They see through the nonsense. But they're just so scared to, like, really speak up. And that's sad because we live in a world that when you tell the truth, you're canceled. And people have bills to pay. People are trying to eat and take care of themselves. People are trying to survive. And nobody wants to be canceled. So it's 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 really sad. But, you know, um, thank you, Fair Bear. <laughs> I like that name, Fair Bear. <laughs> says, thank you for speaking the truth. Yeah. And that's how I feel about it. You know, I just... It's, you know, people are like, oh, you need to come out and make a video defending Jess. For what? She's grown. She she can, she can knows how to read and take it for herself. Who makes videos defending me anytime I speak about things that are touchy and I get drugged for it and I get death threats and, you know, my children get threatened and all types of stupid shit. Nobody has our back. Hey, how was uh, basketball? Okay. All right. Yeah, no, nobody, you know, has our back. I had to fight on my own. You know, so Jess can hold her own child. She's fine. Because like I said, we had this whole conversation on this channel six months ago. I didn't see a lot of YouTubers making videos, calling out Dylan Mulvaney's bullshit, calling out Jeff Marsh, calling out, you know, a lot of these, these new white trans men. I didn't see people holding them to task. And now here we are. People are tired of it. And people are speaking up. So it's, it's sad. <laughs> Drew Millie says a smile when your son came in. That's the mommy in me. <laughs> Y'all know everything stops when I see my kids. I have a clear door, so they always come by the door and wave or something when they come in from outside. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a mom first, so, you know, and I don't play about my kids. But, yeah, you know, like I said, I just, I wish people peace. You know, just whatever that is, I just wish everybody peace because we're living in very tumultuous times. And guess what? When it comes down to it, at the end of the day, I don't care if you're trans, biologically male, female, black, white, gay, straight. We are all going through stuff. And there's more things coming down the pipeline. When COVID hit, oh, so sorry, C-19, when that hit, it affected everyone. It didn't care your gender. It didn't care your sexuality. It didn't care your race. We were all locked down. We were all affected. We were losing people. So we need to get back to that. There's only one race. It's the human race. And I just feel like a lot of things become very, very divisive on social media. Because like I always tell you, on the real world, people don't have that same energy. Everybody's tough behind a computer screen. Everybody talks a good game. But in the real world, it's not like that. And I think if people would just have honest dialogue and just be able to talk and communicate one-on-one, -on -one, we'd be in a whole better situation than the constant back and forth. It's sad. 
Somebody said too many people have too much time by themselves and went left field. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, but yeah, I don't, you know, for me, I'm not getting involved in a bunch of, because that's how it looked like to me, a bunch of celebrity, you know, drama, you know, whatever. Like I said, they can hold their own. I speak for the regular man and woman. That's all I'm really concerned with. So when I see things where, you know, you got people wanting to join female sports as a sports mom, I don't have daughters, but I have sons. I feel a way. Because again, swimming is no joke. I, I don't know how to swim, but you know, I've talked to swimmers. Swimming is a lot. And any sport that you do, you start from the time you're a child. You know, you're taking classes, they, they're costing a bunch of money. And so to have some man who sucked when he was performing with the male swimmers, he was like 90th. And then for him to just decide last minute, you know, I'm just going to transition into a woman at six foot four, and now you're beating all the female swimmers. That's not right. It's not right. So if that makes me, you know, transphobic for saying I don't agree with people, with grown men switching up at the last minute and then wanting to play in women's sports, then so be it. But that's how I feel. And I still have the right to feel that way. Now, you know, again, if you want to be a performer and, you know, there's no competition in it, great, do you. But when you're talking about sports, these are scholarships. There's not a lot of scholarships as it is. So you have to be top. It's hard enough for people to get a scholarship. So when you put in everything into your sport and then your scholarship is being just handed over to somebody who naturally has bigger lungs, a longer arm span, height. When they have things that benefit them biologically, that's not fair. You know, so I just wish we would get back to the point where we could talk with common sense. And I think for a lot of women, you know, they feel like their spaces are being invaded and they feel away, you know. And I think that people have the right to, you know, discuss that if that's how they feel. They have the right to state that. But I think at this point, people were silenced for so long because, again, everybody's scared to be canceled that first it was the bathrooms. Then it was what else was next? It was like it was just like a, a slippery slope, slippery slope, slippery slope. And then now we've gotten here where you got TikTokers, you know, and he and that person who was talking about the whole period thing, that wasn't the first person I've heard say that. I mean, the fact that, you know, I think there was like controversy with Dylan and like some type of Tampax deal and stuff like that. So I just think it's just been so many slippery slopes, slippery slopes, slippery slopes. Now we're here and people are tired. So I think because there's been so many things and people were basically forced to be silent, you can't say anything. If not, you'll be coined something that it just blew up. And that's why you've had all week people going back and forth and arguing and and just being very nasty on both sides. Even, you know, a lot of the straights were being just as nasty. You know, I don't agree with that. I just think at the end of the day, it's about respect. You respect me, I respect you. But if I'm telling you I'm uncomfortable with something, you have to respect that. You know how people cuss me out because I said, I don't do the they thems. I'm unsubscribing. You're phobic, you're mean, you're this and that. That's fine. I'm not calling a singular person they them. 
When does my comfort matter? Why do I have to put your comfort before mine? I'll call you by your first name. But I don't have to call you they them. That's why I draw the line. I'm not calling a singular person. I'm, I'm not reconstructing my vocabulary to they them talking about a singular person. Because to me, like I said in my podcast, when we start getting to the they thems, it reminds me of demonic possession. Because in the Bible, anytime Jesus came across somebody that was demonically possessed, he would say, they need to come out of them. They, I cast they out. So for me, it doesn't make me comfortable. That doesn't make me mean. That doesn't make me a binary phobic, whatever y'all was calling me. That's me just saying, this is why I draw the line. And you don't got to like it. I don't force anybody to be here. I force no one here to subscribe. I don't force anybody to watch me. Y'all don't even know when I'm going to go live. I just, I'm going live today. I have no set schedule. So again, the only person you control in this world is yourself. But the same way people want respect, the same way people want to be treated with respect, you also have to learn to respect how other people feel too, other people's backgrounds, other people's values. Again, I may not be comfortable calling you a they, them, but what is your name? Oh, your name is Matthew? Have no problem calling you that. Oh, what is your name? Your name is, you know what I'm saying, bubblicious? Okay, I have no problem calling you that. But I have the right to set my boundaries as well. I don't want to be called cisgender. Just respect that. I'm not a cis woman. I'm a woman. I'm not from this generation. I'm old school. I was raised. I'm a woman. I have children. I'm not, I don't want anything in front of it. Respect that. You want me to call you a she, even though you're a trans woman? Cool. I will call you a she if that makes you comfortable. Just make sure the only sis you call me is sister, not cisgender. You know, but a lot of people are scared to say that because everybody's scared to be canceled. Y'all cancel me once a year. I don't care anymore. It is what it is. So that's just how I feel about the situation, honey. Like I said, everybody needs to respect everybody, you know, and um, I hope we get to a place where people can just learn to love people for who they are. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I had some of the dopest trans subscribers and it was so good to meet some of y'all in person and just hug y'all and love on y'all because I know y'all have been here from day one, you know, just showing me love and keeping me going. So yeah, I have no hate in my heart for nobody, but I'm not going to allow anybody to disrespect me or make me feel, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm wrong for feeling how I feel. You know, I think that we should be able to have dialogue and we ain't got to agree, but we have to be able to be in a place we can agree to disagree, period. And I think that's what's missing is that you're not even allowed to disagree anymore without being shamed and belittled and made to feel this small. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So that's my thoughts. I know a lot of people are asking me to like make a solo video. Absolutely not. Let these people fight it out and eat each other. I could care less. but. Because like I said, we've been talking about all this stuff on my channel. So this is this ain't nothing new to the tea sippers. We've been having these conversations. It's only viral now because it's big name people involved in the conversation. So uh, good luck to all of them and their drama. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. I'm sipping slow, but I could care less. 
Um, let's see here. Let me read some of these uh, messages. Uh, Lotus Girl sent 1999 says, happy birthday, T. Love you. I'm finna hug you on site if I meet you in real life. Well, I love me some hugs, honey. Okay, so <laughs> thank you for the super chat. You know, we are huggers. I, I was telling um Janissa she had hit me up, and I'm like, man, we need another kickback. Because I'm like, I miss y'all. We had so much fun that weekend. I'm like, we need to do like another like get together. I don't know if we got to do a little tea sipper Christmas, you know what I'm saying? Little event, honey, at a hotel and everybody just come through and kick it because we have fun. It's, it's nothing but hugs and love when the tea sippers meet up. And I, I do. I miss y'all so much. I'm like, I need to do something for like my birthday birthday. Am I frozen? Okay, no. It looked like I was frozen real quick. Um, let me see here. B Ega sent two dollars. Says, "Hey T, happy birthday! Just waiting for badass money mo." <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Uh, Camille B sent five. Says, "Happy birthday!" Thank you. Shy sent twenty. Says, "Happy early birthday, T. I've been rewatching your content a lot lately. You are getting me through my long birthdays. Thank you. You are so welcome, and thank you so much for the love." Uh, Labelle sent four ninety nine. Thank you, Labelle. Kimberly Jake sent 20 says happy birthday T Leo gang gang gang. Um uh let's see here. But Tima says happy birthday T love you. Love you too. Thank you for Tima. Um Eleanor Ambassador said 1999 says happy birthday to all the Leos from the Capricorn community. My mom is a Leo. Happy birthday. That is funny. My son, my oldest son is a Capricorn. I love Capricorns. Y'all are very sensitive. <laughs> Y'all cap cards. Uh, let's see here. Ayana sent 10 says, happy early birthday, T. I hope you're enjoying your birthday weekend. I love you lots and was looking forward to a live today. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you. This has been an awesome birthday so far. Um, so let me go ahead. I want to also hit on this. Let me see. I've been out here ooh, already an hour. Time be flying, I swear. Okay, so we got to talk about this whole Ice Spice situation. Now, I didn't know this little girl. I just, I don't know all these little TikTok stars because they're, they're, you know, they're my kid's age. I don't follow children. But Ice Spice is facing backlash because she got a new song out called Deli where she's like rapping about her pink panties or rapping about panties or something like that. And so in that song, Deli, there's a 16-year-old TikToker there twerking working her young underage cheeks. So let's go ahead. Let me share my screen real quick. This is the video. We can't play the music. But this is the song Deli. I don't know if the girl. That's her. She was on there for like five seconds. That's a little 16 year old. So her name is Aya Tanjali or something like that. Um, and she says, I was really shaking my ass in the deli. And then Ice Spice comes. She likes it. Blows a kiss at Ice Spice. So now I guess all the girls' TikTok followers are saying stuff. So they're saying, yeah, you mad weird for having a 16-year-old child doing all that in your music video. I'm not even going to hold you. That person is clearly from New York. <laughs> I can tell by how they wrote. Um, then this person says, I actually, I'm actually kind of disgusted that Ice Spice had that little girl twerking in her music video, but let me not say too much. 
Somebody else says, I'm not going to retweet it because they got to stop sharing that picture. But that little girl twerking in the Ice Spice video got way too many people defending it. Too many people trying to justify Ice Spice having a minor twerking in her video. Just say y'all normalize pedophilia and like little girls. Somebody else says, Ice Spice really gives bad influences to the young generation out here. Just take a look at her latest music video. She got a 16-year-old twerking, shaking my head. Somebody says, there's no way that in that Ice Spice, that there's no way that Ice Spice video, a 16-year-old girl is twerking. Somebody else says, whether y'all say that young girl Aja is fast or ask her parents where, or ask where her parents are, Ice Spice and her Ice Spice team should not have allowed her to be in that video twerking on the counter knowing she's 16. It's literally that simple. And uh, this is her, I guess her Wikipedia. She was born in 2007. She is 16 years old. So that is the drama. Um, I guess for me, I just feel like, where's her parents? She's a minor. I don't think she's from New York. I could be wrong. I thought they said that she was from out of town. So how did she, who booked her plane ticket? How did she get there? Who booked her hotel stay? Like how did, where's she from? Let me read, let me look in the chat. Is she from New York? Did she walk to the Delhi video or did she fly in? Let's start there. Cause I don't know nothing about this child. Her wiki says Texas, but I don't know if she still lives in Texas. She's from Houston. Okay, thank you. Austin. Okay, either way she's from Texas. So if she is from Texas, how did she get to New York as a 16 year old? So she had to have flown either with an adult or a adult had to buy her ticket, hotel stay, all that stuff. See, the problem is somebody says she flew out on her own. How, how is she able to fly out on her own? She has, a, she has a credit card. How is she able to book the tickets? See, the problem is y'all want to... Y'all want to blame Ice Spice, and I'm not saying that Ice Spice doesn't bear some responsibility, but the issue is you have parents who want to live vicariously through their children, and they're willing to pimp off their children with no shame. She has a large following. She's making money off of social media. She's probably paying all the bills in the house, so her parents don't care. Her parents should be held more accountable than Ice Spice. Ice Spice is the artist. Did Ice Spice know she was 16? Absolutely. I refuse to believe that Ice Spice did not know. Did Ice Spice care? No, because Ice Spice was also hanging out with the damn nine-year-old, a.k.a. Northwest. So my thing is you have these parents out here who are living vicariously through their children and pimping their children out. Just like I said with the R. Kelly situation and people wanting to drag me. I said, why ain't the parents locked up right next to R. Kelly? You mean to tell me these parents had no idea that's where their child was at? They were willing to pimp out their daughters because they saw the benefit in it for them. See, as long as their children, their minor children are hanging with a celebrity that can either help their status, make them money, it's okay. Now, if Ice Spice was rice rice from the Bronx that nobody knew about, Nobody was checking for the parents wouldn't have, the parents would have paid, they would not have played Rice Aroni, no mind. No, you're not about to be in a Rice Aroni music video. Who the fuck is Rice Aroni? But because it's Ice Spice, it's okay to allow their daughter to be scantily clad, crawling on a clown on a counter like a damn stripper. 
at 16. See, it's all about status to a lot of people. We know R. Kelly's a pervert. We know he was doing all these things to Aaliyah. But I'd rather pimp my daughter out to a rich pervert than allow her to date some broke-ass 16, 17-year-old who ain't got shit. Because, again, the parents are looking out for themselves. Remember, Asriel's mom, the same chicken head who was on the R. Kelly documentary crying tattoo tears, throwing rocks and shit at the studio looking for her daughter as if she didn't pimp her own child out. Remember when the text messages came out for Jane Doe, the mother was teaching her step-by-step step how to seduce R. Kelly. But y'all not ready for that conversation. Aaliyah's goofy-ass mom, remember, she came out defending R. Kelly. When folks were dragging R. Kelly, she came out to defend him. Because she knows deep down inside, she pimped her daughter, Aaliyah, off to R. Kelly. So y'all got all this smoke for Ice Spice, and I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve some of the blowback. But where is the smoke for the parents? Because last time I checked, the 16-year-old is a minor. You see, when my child came in, who's the same age as this girl, what'd he do? He checked in first. He came right to the doorway to let me know he was here. That's what it is to be a parent. My 16-year-old daughter would not have been on somebody's counter shaking her ass in an Ice Spice video. So you got a lot of these parents who want to live vicariously through their daughters. I don't know what her mama looked like. Her mom might be a dime piece. Or her mom might be morbidly obese. I don't know. But a lot of them who didn't get attention when they were teenagers, who weren't the baddies when they were teens, are not making sure to make their daughters out that way. And it's sad. It's really sad. But I feel like, you know, that's the parents. You know, that's on the parents. Her parents pimped her out. They let her go there, be in the music video, you know, twerk, shake her ass. And then I also find it very hypocritical of the internet to also be upset that a 16-year-old is in the video shaking her ass. But y'all watch her shake her ass on TikTok. She has all these followers on TikTok. Is she doing, like, is she performing brain surgery on TikTok or is she shaking her ass on TikTok? So are y'all really mad because she made it into a music video? Is that what pissed y'all off? Because y'all don't seem to be mad at her TikTok videos. She's doing the same thing on TikTok. So uh, again, it's a lot of hip. Yeah, that's the gag, right? What's the difference? Most of the people following her on TikTok are grown men. I don't follow kids. I'm not interested in anything anybody under the age of 18 has going on. I don't care if that's Blue Ivory, Northwest. I don't follow people's children. I follow my own. I don't follow other people's kids. I don't want a bunch of children on my timeline. So, again, is it that y'all are really concerned? Or, y or some of y'all just hating? Because <laughs> she made it in a music video. And y'all didn't. Because again, she does the same thing on her TikToks. And her parents are obviously okay with it. She gets millions of views for shaking her ass. And then ask yourself, who is Ice Spice's music for? Me and my friends are not dancing to Ice Spice like that. It's the kids. Is she not also on the Barbie song? 
Who's who's doing the dances? It's she's geared towards children. So why wouldn't a 16-year-old wanna go be in her music video? Wanna go shake her ass in her video? That's all Ice Spice does. That's their role model. So I'm not gonna knock the child. Even Northwest was trying to shake her ass when she had on that little wig and was acting like Ice Spice when she was doing the boys a liar. So it's it's like, you know, people get upset, but these songs are geared towards 16-year-olds. She's talking about panties. Like, like what what grown adult taught me panties? Grown adults, we like draws. <laughs> Lingerie. <laughs> No grown adults talking about some damn panties. <laughs> we said, hold on, what I oh no, I meant blue. Did I call it blue ivory? Blue ivy, whatever, whatever her name is. Blue ivy, right? Blue ivy. Sorry, I called her ivory. But yeah, so it's like all of this is geared towards young people, young kids. So for me, I have more smoke for the parents than Ice Spice. You know, Ice Spice definitely knew the girl age, and you know probably invited her person, who knows. But at the end of the day, her adults, the adult parents are the ones who are in charge of her well-being or the ones who can allow their daughter to leave the state to go to a whole nother state. So y'all have to put the blame on the on the parents. And the fact that the parents are allowing her to sit on TikTok and twerk and do all that extra stuff, that's because the parents are benefiting too. So it's sad. <laughs> Age girl said, I be trying to be serious, but T is funny as shit. <laughs> we gonna start calling her Blue Ivory. <laughs> Baby Blue, honey. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I find like, I, I get people being upset, but I also feel like it's fake outrage. You know what I'm saying? Because every time I scroll on TikTok, it's somebody who's clearly under the age of 18 in itty bitty shorts you know, twerking and shaking their ass, you know, as you're just trying to scroll and mind your business to an Ice Spice song, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's the new thing. Put them on a music video now. Somebody said, I thought deli was about sandwiches and deli meat. <laughs> nope, now it's about, you know, the deli song, twerking in a deli. Uh-uh, somebody called her Ice Kelly. Oh, y'all are messy, not Ice Kelly. <laughs> y'all are messy as hell. Not Ice Kelly. Yeah, I just think that that was just, you know, that's on the parents. You know, that the parents, you know, are well aware. So the parents did it for Cloud as well. Has a girl said anything? Let me see. Let me try and look up if she's addressed the controversy. Probably not. She's probably busy twerking, child. Oh, let's go on her TikTok. Let's let's see what comes up. Let's see if she said anything. Oh, she's all up in. She's all through this video. Oh yeah, I Spice knew exactly who this girl was. Hold on, let me share this. Okay, here she is with Ice Spice. She's all through the video with Ice Spice. I haven't watched the full video. I just don't care enough to. But.
Okay. Again, they're trying to tap into the youth. And where's the youth? They're on TikTok. You know, that's where Ice Spice is the most popular is on TikTok. So they're trying to tap into the youth. So she definitely knows what she's doing with connecting with this little girl. Um, let me see what else. Oh, here goes another video of this little girl. Oh, are you going to read us a book? Let's see what this little girl does here in this video. Hold on, let's go. Just let me refresh. Let's see if she, you know, let's see what she does. Let's see. Let me share it. Let me put it on the screen. Oh, she's dressing sexy on, on TikTok in a mini skirt and heels. Okay. So she's doing that on TikTok. What are you, I guess I'm trying to figure out like, what is everybody surprised about? Her TikTok is off the damn chain. What I'm seeing. And all the comments are pretty. You ate in the Delhi video with 2,000 likes. The Delhi music video comes out today. She's turning 17 next year in April, I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, she's still 16. You ate in the video. So she's still getting props. You know what I'm saying? For being in the video. So I just think a lot of it is fake outrage. Fake outrage. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But again, I can't blame Ice Spice for that. That's on her parents. If her parents are going to allow her to do that, that's on her parents. Let me read some more of these super chats here. Um, Kira Hartson 5 says, happy birthday, gorgeous. Thank you, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Ariel, I don't know if I said that right. Ariel, I think, sent 10, says, happy early birthday, T. Finally caught a live, wishing you positivity. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, Dara sent 1999, says, happy birthday, T. Often imitated, never duplicated. May God continue to bless you exponentially with success, good health, because health is wealth. Love you. Been rocking with you since 2012, 2013. Thank you so much, Dara. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for that message. That was beautiful. Let's see here. Nellie Williamson, 499, says, happy early birthday, T. Thank you. Mary Jane says, happy birthday, Leo gang. My birthday is also tomorrow. I can't believe I've been watching since I was 12. I, well, since I was 13, I'll be 22. Literally grew up on T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. And happy birthday to you as well. Um... Kit Flynn sent five says, blessings to you, auntie. Love listening to your lives, deep dives, podcast with Emily. I either crochet or do my girl's hair while listening. That's what's up. Thank you so much. Uh, Leos are full of love. Okay, I like that name. That's a, that's a dope username. I like that. Um, they said, finally caught a live. Happy birthday, team. My birthday is August 6th. I've been watching you for a while now. Just wanted to come through and show you some love. Thank you so much for the $49.99. I appreciate you. And happy early birthday to you, August 6th, if I don't get a chance to see you in the chat around that time. So thank you so much. Y'all are awesome. It's definitely, man, Leo's in the building. What? Let's see here. Sierra says, what do you think about Alicia Navarro, who disappeared four years ago? Something's not right. Happy birthday. Thank you. I don't know who that is. I'd have to Google. Um, but thank you for the super chat. Nikita B. Senfai says Vanessa was 16 in Kobe Bryant's video. 
They're not ready for that. They're not ready for that conversation. You know, you can't say nothing about Vanessa and Kobe child. Oh yeah, her mama pimped her out too. I did a I did a whole breakdown on that. Uh, let's see here, Lala Sanders. Hey Lala, she sent fifty dollars. Says happy birthday to you. On my way out of town, had to pull over and give you your flowers. The live event in ATL was my top five happy places in my head. Enjoy your birthday and continue to be great Discord gang. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad you got a chance to come out and kick with me in ATL this year. That was awesome. So thank you for the super chat, sis. Appreciate you. So I've been out here for an hour and 19 minutes already. Time is just flying by. So now the last thing I wanted to hit on, make sure I got all my stuff. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Cardi B's new song. So she dropped her new song with Offset, which is another feature chat. I'm still waiting for this album, Cardi, okay? It's been five years. We are waiting. Barty Gang is waiting. But she did drop a song called Jealousy with Offset. Um, I will say this. I definitely was here for the visuals because I do like Baby Boy. I thought Taraji was being a bit extra in the video, child. It was, it was, it was a bit much. But I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to do that phone scene with Taraji and her homegirl. <laughs> but it was a bit much, you know what I'm saying? But I get it. It's, it's a, you know, it's an acting strike out here. You know, these actors, you know, they, they need gigs. Um, but yeah, she was being real extra. But I did, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought that, you know, I said definitely killed it, her verse. She came hard, you know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to see, will we be getting an album? Is this feature going to lead to a full album? That's what everybody's waiting for. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I told y'all in the last stream, I was not here for the song she did with the Fendi print girl, whatever her name was. I just, I just, I'm over like the coochie raps. I want more. You know, I like hard bars. I like people to like go hard, really rap about something. I don't want to hear any more about anybody's cooch, how what it is, how deep it is. How, I don't care. I no longer care. So it's like just certain things. I'm just like, I don't want to hear like the overtly sexual stuff. I want bars. I want bars. <laughs> I want hard bars. So, but I thought the video was was really good. I thought the video was good. Um, I'm definitely, you know, for the most part, I'm feeling it. I think this was better than the last one. The last, I thought that was a flop. Just keeping it real. I don't think anybody really even talked about it. What is it called? Point, point me to. I don't even know what the damn song was called. I like the remix that she did with Lotto. That was good. But that Fendi thing, that song, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Again, people, <laughs> somebody said Coochie Rap sells. It sells, but it's, okay, yes, it sells, right? Sexy Red, all that stuff goes viral. But. 10 years from now, is anybody going to be like, oh my gosh, I remember the summer of 20, you know, 2023, that was the jam. It brings it, it, it's not memorable. It's just a quick single. It's not memorable. So yeah, even though it's selling, it's not memorable. Yeah, I'm over it. I want real bars, not barbs, which I was messy selves. Bars. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see what this song does. From what I'm seeing online, most people are liking it. 
Um, you know, people are feeling it. So, but I also know that the Ice Spice and Nikki, that Barbie doll song, that song is like, really, that's breaking numbers as well. So, you know, they're definitely, you know, everybody's doing their thing. But like I said, I just want it to be where it goes back to the music. I want music to have feeling. I'm just tired of the, like, the overtly sexual stuff. I want to, like, really, I want folks to paint like a picture. I want stuff to be memorable. I heard, I see one, you know, oh, the horse fans are here. Um, the hotties, that's what y'all are called. Um, oh, the shade. <laughs> the horse fans. Um, she, they said she's working on some new stuff. So if she drops an album before Cardi, I'm going to give my sis the side eye. I'm going to need her to drop an album. Like, we're okay, the features are cool. You know what I'm saying? The collabs are cool, but we need an album. But they said Meg is in the studio. They said she cooking up something. I think, you know, like I've always given Meg her props. She can rap. Meg, she can flow. You know what I'm saying? So um, I can't wait to see what she does. But it's going to be interesting to see if she's able to move numbers. Because I think the whole trial was a very, very black cloud on her. You know what I mean? But if her fans go hard, she should be fine. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, she's in the studio. I know they said Nikki's dropping an album. What was it, November? She's dropping her album. So looks like all the girls are getting ready to drop something. So hopefully, you know, Cardi will drop something as well. Because the features can only take you so far. You know, the singles, they're only going to go so far. We want an album. You know what I'm saying? That first album was a very, you know, was very successful. So we want her to do it again with the second album. Somebody said, Meg, stay in the studio. Maybe, because I ain't seen her. I know she's lost a lot of weight, though. She was in, I seen a video they posted on Shade Room. She was in the gym. She's lost a lot of weight. She looks good. She looks really good. Oh, okay. Here go all the fandoms. Oh, now what's up with Doja Cat? What is going on with her? First of all, I just get like, I don't know. Like the whole demonic thing that she's trying to push is a total turnoff to me. But she wants to push all this dark imagery and, you know, all this devilish stuff and whatever. Doja Cat does make good music. I, I would never take that from her. I think she's very talented, but she has one of the nastiest attitudes that I have ever seen from a celebrity to their fans. And the thing that's even crazy with Doja Cat is that a majority of her fans are white. Like these are like white, young, teeny boppers who really support her. She went off on them for calling themselves kittens. Um, she just talks to her fans real greasy. And then she'll talk to them greasy and be like, oh, my concert is coming up. Oh, y'all need to go buy this. Or y'all need to go stream that. Now, what she needs to understand, Miss Alley Cat, with her nasty attitude, keep on shitting on your fans. And you're going to learn that eventually your fans will go away. To have fans and people who truly support you is a blessing. Recently, she went off on her, um, you know how like these fans all have like different fan pages, like the, the celebrities have fan pages. So like you have Barty Gang, you have the Bards, you have like different fan pages. Well, Alley Cat, her fans had several big fan pages for her. They all deactivated. After she cussed out her fans and went in on them, they deactivated everything. Let me see if I can find the article. 
as they should have. Doja Cat fans deactivate pages after she lashes out. I don't know why. I don't know, like, why she's become so arrogant and mean. I don't get it. It's not that serious. Hold on. Let me share this tab. Okay, here it is here. So, this is what she said. My fans named, my fans don't name themselves shit. If you call yourself a kitten or fucking kittens, that means you need to get off your phone, go get a job, and help your parents with the house. Let me click on this because it's small. Hold on. Let me share this tab. Then she says, my life, my rules, my attitude. Somebody says, I want to hear you say, I do love you guys as usual that you say to your fans. She says, I don't though, because I don't even know y'all. Then the person says, we don't know you, but we have supported you through thick and thin. Mind you, you've been, you'd be nothing without us. You'd be working at a grocery store making songs on a fucking garbage band. <laughs> on a, in a fucking garage band, Miss High School Dropouts. And then she says, nobody forced you. I don't know why you're talking to me like you're my mother, bitch. You sound like a crazy person. <clears throat> yeah, she's a stray cat. I don't, I lost respect for her. And it, this is not the first time. She's been talking to her fans real saucy for a while now. And I think this is a good example. I think all of these fans need to see stuff like this. And to realize that to a lot of these celebrities, you're nothing but streaming numbers, people to buy their merch. A lot of them don't really respect their fans. They don't really want you coming up to them, talking to them. They look at you guys as the help. And that's the attitude I get from Doja Cat. Now, Doja Cat, yeah, she's had a lot of number one hits. She's had a lot of good music, you know, things like that. But, you know, be careful of the people that you step on especially when you're talking about your supporters because she'll go off on folks on social media and then want y'all to buy her concert tickets to come see her live. And for what I'm hearing, a lot of the Doja Cat fans, they've been selling their tickets. They're not going to go support her because of how nasty she's been to them. And I don't blame them. At the end of the day, people work hard for their money. Everybody's out here working. And so for anybody to spend money with you, that is a blessing. Just like here, people sending me super chats, that is a blessing. Nobody has to do anything. Anything extra that somebody wishes to do is a blessing. So to be talking to the people who literally helped fund your career, helped get you these number ones, I think she got a Grammy if I'm not mistaken, to talk to them crazy is insane. So yeah, I'm gonna start calling her Alley Cat because she has a nasty attitude. And it seems like her attitude has gotten nastier once she started dabbling with all that demonic stuff. You know, all these weird pictures that she's posting and, you know, she keeps trying to like go to the dark side. And I feel like them demons are going inside of her and she's like lashing out at people. And it's really unfortunate because you're lashing out at the same people who literally supported you when you were a nobody.
you know, nobody in the music industry, not saying in life, but like in the music industry. So I just find that disgusting. Don't nobody owe you shit, you know? Just like I had I had made a joke the other day, you know, I had talked about on my last live stream about the whole tipping situation because a lot of people are talking about how tipping is getting out of hand. So on the last stream, I talked about that, how, you know, for like the first six months, you know, I was tipping constantly. And I'm like, why am I tipping when I'm literally going to Subway? Like I'm not even sitting, I'm literally grabbing my sandwich or I'm going to like, just like the gas station and we'll get a coffee and this whole iPad is, you know, do you want a tip? And so I had made a joke, like, no, not when I go out, you know, I, I hit no tip with my whole chest. So I had posted a video on my Instagram about it, you know what I mean? To kind of tie into what we had talked about in the last stream. And, you know, you had people like mad and upset. It's like, no, nobody owes you a tip if they're not sitting down. Now, when I go to a sit-down restaurant, no, I definitely tip. If anything, I go above and beyond just because I know that's a lot of work. You know, if somebody is delivering food to my home, I definitely tip because their gas is not free. But if I'm driving to a location and I'm literally just ordering one or two things off the menu and all you're doing is making it and handing it to me and I'm not sitting down, that doesn't necessarily, you know, nobody has to tip you. There's been times where I have tipped, of course, because I wanted to, but nobody has to do anything. Just like with Super Chats, nobody has to send a Super Chat. I've never one time asked for a Super Chat, begged for a Super Chat. I've seen YouTubers literally say, I'm not saying nothing else. I'm not, I'm, we're going to sit here in silence. We're going to sit here and stare at each other until somebody sends a Super Chat. And they will sit there like this. And won't say a word for a good five minutes until somebody sends the money. What kind of shit is that? You got people who will stop an entire stream if nobody send the money. Well, since y'all ain't sending no super chats, I'm about to leave and they'll get up and go. So again, don't nobody got to do nothing. Anything you get from anybody is extra. Be thankful, be humble, and be appreciative of that. Because don't nobody got to stream your music. Don't nobody got to send you a super chat. Don't nobody got to tell you that they love you. Don't nobody got to do anything. Anything that somebody chooses to do, be grateful for that. I will never understand that when I watch people literally scream at their their so-called fans and their, you know, their subscribers because they're not sending money. That's insane. People send what they can send, what they want to send. And if they don't want to send, still put on the same show. I don't care if you're sending me a hundred dollars. Or 99 cent. I'm still going to read your super chat if it pops up. I'm going to still, you know, thank you. Like, like, when did people being grateful, when did gratefulness just get thrown out the window? It's like everybody has a sense of entitlement. That's the best way to describe it. A lot of these companies got comfortable during C-19 because a lot of people felt bad. Because remember, during C-19, you had people working. And they're putting themselves at risk. So a lot of, you know, people be like, oh, wow, you know, you're working during the pandemic. Let me go ahead and give you a little bit extra just because you're putting your life on the line. So then these companies got greedy because remember before we would just give people the money. Like, oh, OK. Oh, damn, they got you working. OK, well, here go extra five. Keep the change. Then 
once they seen that people were willing to give, then they started trying to make it mandatory. They start getting a sense of entitlement. Uh-uh, you don't get entitled to other people's money. If the if the item I'm purchasing is six dollars and I'm paying for the item, that's all it is. That's the end of the transaction. I give you the money, you give me said item, I walk out the door. You can't then beg for a tip for doing your basic job. So a lot of these companies got very entitled and they feel like the public should now supplement these workers' incomes. No, you should be paying them more. If people want to give a tip, cool, but don't nobody owe you a tip. You have people in the comment section mad. You're mad because I didn't want to give somebody a tip in a restaurant, in a, in, a, in a place to eat that I'm grabbing, that I'm not even in there for two minutes. You're insane. If I want to, that is my choice. If I don't want to, I don't have to. Well, you don't know. That could make or break her having to pay for daycare. Now you're just playing semantics. Your paycheck should be paying for daycare, not my tip. So if I didn't come in that day, is her baby not going to be able to go to daycare? Y'all just be on some mush mouth shit that don't even make no sense. Your paycheck is supposed to be paying for that. Anything that somebody decides to do is extra. But again, a lot of these celebs, a lot of folks, they now have in their head a sense of entitlement. Remember, there was that pizza guy. He went to that lady's house. She gave him a $5 tip. He gonna say, you got a nice house here. Now you're gonna give me a $5 tip? She was like, huh? He was like, fuck you. And stuck up his middle finger and walked off. It went viral. The sense of entitlement. I could see she didn't tip him. She tipped you $5, but it wasn't enough. And see, that's where we're at now. Where even when you give them the correct amount, right? The gratuity is supposed to be what? About 15%. She gave a little bit over that because he was really only supposed to give about $2. So she gave over that. He cussed her out because he feels like it should be $20. But her pizza ain't cost but 15. Sense of entitlement. And that's the issue now. It's this sense of entitlement. And see, the problem is that Doja Cat has gotten so comfortable getting all these number one hits. And, you know, she gets all these praises and accolades. And, you know, she's feeling herself now. So now she feels like she don't need all her fans. Y'all gonna listen to my music no matter what. Y'all gonna like me no matter what. Okay, keep on thinking that. Keep on being arrogant. You're gonna be out here like one of them damn sag Afro people on the, the on damn Instagram crying tattoo tears about how nobody's streaming your music. The sense of entitlement is just insane. Somebody said they're adding mandatory fees. They are. And a lot of stuff, they're adding mandatory fees. And then how are you going to look at somebody home and say, well, you got a nice house, so you should be you should be tipping more. You don't know what that person went through to get that house. And what does their ha nice house have to do with you? That's none of your business. He knows damn well he wouldn't have said that if he pulled up into somebody's projects. Even if he pulled up to the projects and didn't get a tip, he wouldn't have said shit. He would have walked right to his car. But he thought he could try her because she had a nice house. And remember that dog was sniffing his foot. He like he wanted to kick the shit out that damn dog. <laughs> that video was crazy. It was on my Instagram somewhere, child. But yeah, no, don't nobody owe you anything.
And when people do stuff for you, be grateful. Because people don't have to do anything. It's it's a sense of entitlement and it's going, it's it's rapid. It's very, very rapid. It's rapid on YouTube, it's rapid on social media, in the real world. Everybody has this weird sense of entitlement, like people owe you something. Don't nobody owe you shit at all. Anything you get, be grateful for. Somebody said Tennessee had the same sense of entitlement. Ooh. And where is she at now? Remember? She was always ranting and raving. Thought everybody had to watch her music videos and download her music. And people just moved on. And Doja Cat will end up like that if she don't stop. Somebody called her Doja Nat. Y'all are best. Yeah, she better stop with that. It's like all week she's just been going off on her followers. And I just, I don't get it. So now... Another one. Yeah, that's not it. Yeah, here was here's another one. Let me show y'all this. This was another tweet. This was early in the week. And look at her um her icon. It's just always something bloody, weird, demonic. Uh, somebody says, "What should I change my name since you don't like the term kitten?" She says, just delete the entire account and rethink everything. It's never too late. And so that was one of the fandoms that ended up deleting it. Um, somebody else says, you make my government name. Your screen name is creepy as fuck. Somebody, <laughs> this person here says, Lord Adoja, notice. So I don't know. I don't know why she's so angry at her fans. It's very strange because these are the same people who got her to where she's at. So I don't understand like just all the drama that she has with them, but all that ranting and raving that she did, this is the, this is what happens. So now her biggest fan bases, like um, her biggest, um, hold on, this on, okay, here it is. Her biggest fan accounts, they've all deleted themselves. So Doja HQ, The Kitten Room, and Doja News. And they had a lot of followings. So they've all deleted themselves. So now when she drops music or has something to promote, they're just going to move on. They're not going to promote it. So it's sad. Let me go ahead and read a few more of these here. Um, Willie Katia Sam 5 says, see how the media co-signs the foolishness with Ice Spice, but is quick to take down sounds of freedom the same way how they were down with cuties. Oh yeah, I remember that cuties controversy. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Uh, Shay Miller sent 1999 says, hey T, love you, been a fan for three years now. Literally the only journalist, the only journalist info I trust, you are real rare breed and there aren't many people that keep it real on this app and I just want to give you your flowers. Thank you so much, Shay. I appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Janae Cooper sent 10 says, happy birthday, my fellow Leo. Happy birthday, T. Thank you so much, my Leo sis. All these Leos are in the house today. Thank y'all. Uh, you're the, you're bombshell 89. Sim 499 says, I was 10 years old in the 90s singing that thong song from Cisco, not knowing what a thong was. LOL. Love ya. Oh yeah. A lot of us were singing a bunch of stuff in the 90s that we had no business singing. I remember 
back in like third grade singing Belle Biv DeVoe, do me. You can do me in the morning. You can do me in the night. You can do me when you want to do me. <sighs> Just right. And we were like little kids singing that song. We had no business. We had no business talking about do me in the damn third grade. <laughs> So yeah, don't don't let these adults shame y'all, kitties. Cause we were singing a bunch of bullshit. We ain't had no business singing either in the '90s. Okay, so it's not just y'all. We was walking around here singing all types of sexual songs. <laughs> what I still remember all the words. <laughs> don't touch a don't touch a big button to smile. That girl is poison. <laughs> Man, we used to be singing a bunch of stuff. We had no business singing. And then when Lil' Kim came out, we knew all the words to her song when we were teenagers, talking about, you know, talking all types of sexual shit that we had no business saying. So yeah, we should be ashamed. Somebody said they used to sing Peaches and Cream. Oh yeah. And, and a lot of kids did not know what that meant either. Talking about eating. <laughs> oh, let me see here. Uh, so Nisa says, I'm glad I caught another live. Happy early birthday. Will, will you tap on the story that came out about the U.S. hiding UFO entities and the guy who testified? I saw some of that. I didn't really pay too much attention to the whole UFO thing. But I will say this. Don't y'all find it strange that it seems like everything that I did a deep dive on all of a sudden is becoming mainstream? I'm just saying, like, we've been, we've been talking about all this alien stuff, alien technology stuff for months now. If you watch my deep dive videos, we've been talking about all this stuff. I just find it very interesting that everything now comes mainstream. Just like when I was talking about all the water stuff and then all this, you know, the, the issues with the water started becoming more mainstream. I don't know. I just find that funny. Because we've been talking about alien stuff. Project Bluebeam, all that stuff for months now. And now it's like national conversation. So, but yeah, I believe it. Remember we're talking about the men in black? I did a, a long, like almost like a two-hour deep dive. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. Oh yeah, I remember that song. <laughs> H-Town, I remember that song. Oh my gosh, that song was so dope. Uh, let me see here. Lyrics speaks at 499. She says, happy birthday, T. You're such a beautiful spirit. May blessings continue to overflow through your life. You're amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Mel B. Sin 25 says, happy birthday, T. Been listening to you forever. Hope you enjoy your blessed born day. Thank you, Mel B. Thank you. Um, Fabiola Sully Sent 20 says, happy birthday, T. My birthday is July 29th too. Leo gang. Why wow, there's a lot of people who got the same birthday as me. That's amazing. Happy early birthday to you too, uh, my birthday twin. So several 29ths on here. That's what's up. Um, Miss Obsidian, Obsidian Reloaded is set $9.99. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, Mandarin's 91 cent five says, I feel like fame took a toll on Doja. Like if you don't like the fame, just drop the required albums and buy out and bow out. Times are hard. We can keep our money. <clears throat> No, I definitely agree with that. And maybe she's one of those people who doesn't really like fame, and that's fine. Then stay off of social media. Like, Beyonce, once again, I hate to use her as an example, 
But I think Beyonce handles fame really well, where she's still able to keep her privacy. And she only shows you guys what she wants y'all to see or when she wants y'all to buy some Ivy Park. Other than that, you don't see Beyonce. It's only when she's trying to hawk something, sell some damn tickets to her show, and that's it. She don't have y'all all up in her personal business. And I'm not mad at her at all. I'm not mad at her. I think a lot of celebrities feel like they're forced to be on social media. You ain't got to be here, sis. Take a hiatus. Live your life. You know? But the problem is she's upset because everybody keeps talking about she's messing with that um, groomer. That's really why she's mad. I didn't even want to go there. I find it strange that as pretty as she is and as big as she is, she's always dating some weirdo. So they're saying her boyfriend that she's with was out here. I guess he was a Twitch streamer. They said he was grooming a bunch of little young girls back in, not back in the day, but before he got with her. So when they first were calling that out, like, you know, Doja, you shouldn't be with him because he was grooming me when I was 13. She was cussing out a bunch of little kids and blocking them. So she already had an attitude from earlier in the week when they were going in on her boyfriend. But why are you mad at the fans? They're just telling you the truth. Like, he's bad for your brand, sis. So that's the real tea. That's really why she's in her feelings, because she don't know how to pick them. She's always with some weirdo. Yeah, Doja. Who's her? Let's go ahead and look him up real quick. Doja's boyfriend. Be grooming people. Yeah, my search is Doja's boyfriend be grooming. <laughs> Let me <laughs> no for real. That's why she's mad. She was cussing folks out earlier in the week. Hold on, where my search go? Hold up. Damn, y'all charging money too for this dry ass site. Oh, hold on. I got to find another page. You can't even pull up anything anymore. Everybody's just fucking begging. Let me look up another search. And this ain't even no popular site. It's a dollar to read this. <laughs> the hell? Not a dollar for this dry. Okay, we're going to go on the blast. <laughs> okay, here we go. Find another website. Okay, this one says Doja fans. Um... Doja Cat fans behind the activated accounts demand apology. Let me see if they talk about it. No, this one ain't talking about it. Hold on. The other one I had popped up. Okay, here goes another. You can't even surf the internet like you used to could back in the day. Shit, everybody pops up wanting something. Here he is. I've never heard of this man. His name is Jay Cyrus. Accused of manipulating and abusing his Twitch community by multiple women. Twitter users are accusing Doja Cat's new boyfriend of abuse, manipulation, and grooming. Here's what we know. 
Things are not looking good for the say-so singer right now. Yesterday, Doja responded to her fans by saying she didn't love them, sending the internet into a frenzy. Her disheartening remarks caused many fan pages to deactivate, and some of her admirers even canceled their concert tickets. Um, this one says, hello, I'm seeing this. Why this sudden change in attitude? Why she believes rap is uh, the path she strictly needs to take? That Jay Cyrus dude is a failed white rapper from Vine and likely got in her ear telling her she was better than pop because he sounds like this. You sign out of Yahoo. Remember when we met in the chat room? Chilling in the streets with my homies on the corner. Got him. Y'all kind of nervous about rapping. Anything that I. All right, well, that's enough. <laughs> Next. So that's her boyfriend that she's been fighting, honey. She's been windmilling the whole internet behind him. Um, is he one of the rich Twitch streamers? Is it the money? I don't know. Um, I've never heard of him. But yeah, we're, we're good luck to Doja and her new boo. Okay. But yeah, that's really why she's mad and going off because they've been calling him out for grooming. Somebody said he's not rich. Oh, so she's the sugar mama in the relationship? Okay, she needs to do better. She could be dating Ryan Gosling or some A-lister. She's always with some random, I don't know, she's with some random dude. Her status is pretty big where she can do a little bit better. Come on now. Uh, Jam Jamal, Jamal Hill sent $100, wow. Says, happy birthday to you, T. First super chat. Love you. You are killing this look. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. You are awesome. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Johanna sent $4.99. She says, did you see that little baby and Dirk canceled most of their tour because of low ticket sales? With this economy, people are selective with spending their money. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat, too. Um, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Doja's getting very, very arrogant. People are being very careful where they spend their money, you know, what they do with their funds. And so Dirk and Lil Baby canceling their tour. It's definitely because of low ticket sales. People are not selling like that. And you know what, though? Let me be honest with you. <clears throat> Dang, I've been on here two hours. Oh, well. Birthday, birthday vibes. I'm gonna keep talking. Unless y'all got somewhere to be. Y'all got somewhere to be? No? Okay. Um, good. I'm glad that they got low ticket sales. And this is why. It ain't coming from like a place of like being mean. A lot of these rappers have gotten very comfortable with doing the bare minimum. Can we keep it real? A lot of these rappers be charging Beyonce prices and don't be doing shit on that stage. They do the same little rap. They just walk back and forth. No energy. Beyonce will give you a costume change. We'll switch up her wig, dancing in heels. A whole marching band and shit. But y'all are charging these crazy prices and y'all don't really be putting on no show. And don't get me started, y'all be late. 
Don't be starting on time. Y'all opening acts. Don't be fired like that sometimes. Hip hop has gotten very comfortable. And people are speaking with their money. People would rather spend money on a K-pop concert. They'd rather spend money at an R&B concert because they know they're going to get a show. A lot of these hip-hop concerts, y'all be trying to charge two and $300 for, you know, decent seats. And y'all don't do anything. Ice Spice up there, dry as hell, doing the same little twerk dance. Y'all have no stage presence. People are not playing no more. Either y'all gonna put on a show or we got to go. It's as simple as that. So I believe that's why they're getting low ticket sales. Future had the nerve to sell to uh, charge her arm and a leg. He had to cancel his concert earlier this year. Future know damn well he don't do shit on stage but walk back and forth with a microphone. I done been to a Future concert. I done been to two Drake concerts. They don't do a whole lot. I definitely got my money's worth when I went to Beyonce's on the run concert. She did a lot. They had pyrotechnics. They had, you know, hell, even Jay-Z had to dance. He did a, you know, a little, little two-step. And even Jay-Z was moving. Can't be married to Beyonce and just stand there on stage. They're not doing anything. I think a lot of people are starting to speak with their money. And I think that's the issue. So I, I don't feel bad for them. People need to start doing more than thinking they can just come on and do a short show, you know, barely. Yeah, uh, no outfit changes, no real thought, no real decor. A lot of the, if you go to, to see like a lot of older people, um, like older groups, they really put on shows because they still have a lot of that old school training. When people come out to see you on concert, that's them taking the extra step. Because in this day and age, it's easy to stream, right? It don't, it don't, it takes no energy to go on to Apple and stream a song. But it takes a lot of energy to go shopping, buy an outfit, get some heels, get your hair, your nails done. Because you want to look good. You know what I'm saying? You might find your boo at a concert, right? It takes a lot of energy to go to a concert. So if you go to like old school singers, old school R&B groups, they're going to put on a show. But a lot of these newer concerts, you'd be like, it'd be over in like less than an hour sometimes. Then they don't want to be bothered. They don't want to take pictures. The only way that you'll get be able to take a picture with them, if you pay for like the VIP, VIP package, that's thousands of dollars. They don't really interact with their fans. And I think people are tired of it. No rehearsal. Thank you. Somebody said Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg. Ooh, they be putting on dry shows. I didn't know their shows was dry. Yeah, new edition. They understood the assignment. When I tell you, when I went to that Essence and I saw a new edition, Patti LaBelle, as old as Miss Patti is, she killed it. She was out there trying to crip walk. I said, what is this? <laughs> she was on it. And then Summer Walker just stood there like a damn statue, just singing, just swayed, didn't do anything. I got up and left. 
me go ahead and use this as a bathroom break. This shit is boring. I got up, went to the bathroom, got me something to drink, got a snack, and she was still on stage just standing there like a damn statue. People ain't playing no more with their money. If you're not giving them excitement, if you're not putting no work into it, I'm not buying a ticket. It's that simple. It's that simple. I'm telling you, Miss Patty LaBelle killed her set. Hell, Ron Isley. Ronald Isley, ain't that his name? That man that sang, um, she's contagious. She didn't even see all them songs with R. Kelly. He killed it. He did a really good job. I was very surprised at how much all the older groups, they killed it. Bobby Brown with his big old belly. He was up there dancing, jumping up and down, doing all types of tricks and shit. Didn't miss a beat. Belly was bouncing. He was getting it. I said, oh, damn, look at Bobby Brown dancing like it's 1989. Every little step I take, we will be there. Every little step I take. He killed that shit. Him and New Edition, they killed that shit. But all the new people, they just stood there like statues. Boring as hell. They, they, everybody stood up. New Edition killed it. <laughs> Not me trying to do the little dance in my seat. <laughs> no, but Bobby Brown killed it. That's a thick man. Y'all know Bobby done gained some weight. He didn't let that weight stop him. Oh, he was—he—he he didn't miss a beat. Right alongside his group, he didn't miss a beat. So there's no excuses. What I'm saying, Miss Patty's older, Bobby's fatter, but they got more energy than a lot of these young people. The baby should be out there doing all types of cartwheels and backflips. You're young. Your name is the baby. <laughs> just walk back and forth on the stage and that's it it's like they give lazy shows and i just think at this point people are speaking with their money hip-hop has a bad reputation in this day and age for putting on dry boring shows now one thing i would say about suki as ratchet as she is and as just fucking gutters her music is she does seem to very much interact with the crowd every time i've seen her perform the crowd is lit. She's interacting with them. Hell, she's jumping in the crowd sometimes. She always got her ass in somebody's face. She uses her ass as part of the routine. <laughs> what this she gonna do? She gonna have her ass. She gonna make y'all eat something while she's on stage. You know, she actually does put on some type of show. But a lot of these other like rappers, when I be seeing them, I don't be impressed. Everything is just dry. So... I think, you know, people are going to have to step up their stage presence. They're going to have to because folks ain't playing nowadays. You know, when we spend money, we want to, you know, we want to see a show. Because um, it's a lot to get ready and get up out the damn house and shit. You're not trying to see just walk back and forth. Somebody said Lizzo's is, okay, so Lizzo's phenomenal on stage. I haven't seen Lizzo. I mean, I want to see her like, you know, um, on TV and stuff. I haven't seen her in person but that i could see her doing really good on her performances because she knows how to play instruments you know she be dance with that flute and stuff yeah i think a lot of these dudes they've gotten really comfortable now again everybody's not a dancer right some you know some people can't you know they don't they have not knees they can't dance i get it 
Well, then you don't need to be charging good knee prices, okay? If you have bad knees, if your knees don't, you know, pop, uh, pop lock, and drop it like Meg the Stallion, then you need to be charging fifty to eighty dollars. If you can't do all the moves and and backflips, it's okay to charge fifty bucks. I'll pay fifty bucks to watch you walk back and forth. But that's the issue, though. They're charging like they got good, strong knees and shit. Like we about to see real, real dancing. And then you get there after paying two, three hundred dollars and they're not doing anything. That's my issue. I understand everybody don't do choreography. Everybody can't dance. And that's fine. They need to bring down the prices. Bring them down just a tad bit. Yeah, if you had, yeah, you need to charge bad knee prices. Okay. If I don't got them strong knees, I know I don't. So if I was some type of entertainer, my knees don't, you know, I'm older now. My knees are not as strong as Meg Thee Stallion. So you're not going to get all those, you know, tricks from me. <laughs> Most you don't get is just me. You know, hey, y'all. But I'm also not going to be charging an arm and a leg. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> How do we even get on this subject? Somebody send a super chat. Somebody said the bad knee prices should start at $70. Exactly. Because you got people charging like they about to put on a show. And you get there, you'd be like, really? These tickets should have been no more than 50 bucks. <laughs> but they said Meg puts on a show, though. They said Meg gonna get out there and dance and do her thing. But like I said, Meg got them strong knees, so she better damn dance and do what she got to do up on that stage. Way them knees work, okay? They said Meg gonna dance. She gonna go off. <laughs> and she should. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Kenya Senpai says, love you, T. Happy birthday, fellow Leo. Thank you, Kenya. Appreciate you. Love you, too. Oh, my girl, BL Sherelle's in the house. She sent 20 says, one time for the birthday, bitch. Hey. <laughs> Enjoy to the fullest, sis. Much love and blessings to you and yours. Thank you so much, BL. Appreciate you, sis. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Opinionated with a... Hold on. It just disappeared. With a side of shade. Hey, sis. She sent 19.99. Says, happy birthday, T. She says, check out the Cash app. Wishing you many more to come. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the love, sis. Um, Melissa Marie sent 499 says, happy birthday, T. How do you feel about Ariana Grande's cheating scandal? I think Ariana Grande's a thought. Yeah, I said it. People don't give her the same smoke because she's petite. You notice when women are small and look like children, they get away with a lot of whole shit. Let's talk about it. You know, sent this super chat. We're going to talk. <laughs> that let her get away with a lot of whole shit. Now, keep it real. See, Taylor Swift is tall, model-esque. How many times have people called Taylor Swift all types of hoes and, oh, she go from man to man? All Taylor Swift is date. She's always dating a new man. I, Ariana Grande is a thought. She stayed cheating and creeping. And not even that. I didn't even know she was married because she's always with somebody new. So I had no idea she was married. Let me keep that real. So they came out, they said she's getting divorced. I said, well, damn, I didn't know she was married. Then Maya posted like a day later, she got a new man. Hold up, bitch, how that work? You just got divorced. I didn't even know you was married. Now you got a new man. So that lets me know 
you was creeping in your marriage with the new man. Don't nobody move on that fast. Not within two days, bitch. That new man was already there. He was the third wheel in the marriage. But y'all not going to hold her to task because she's little. She's 4'11". <laughs> and looks like she's 12. People make all types of excuses for her. Nah, she is, she's, a, she's a home wrecker and a cheater. Ariana thought they, so I'm gonna start calling her. <laughs> now they make all types of excuses for her. Nah, she was cheating on her husband with that new boyfriend. She was, but people don't wanna call her thought, wait, what y'all call, uh, Thotriana? <laughs> they don't wanna call her that because she's little and they known her since Sam and Cat. Yeah, I didn't know she was married at all. And then, like I said, I was shocked. I said, damn, she was married. Okay, well, you know, I said she going through a divorce. One, two days later, she had a whole new man. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, those are my thoughts on Ariana Grande. Yeah, they, 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 they let her get away with a lot of stuff. Because she'd be with a lot of different boyfriends and don't nobody say anything. But when it's Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift gets a lot of smoke. I noticed that. She's a petite Tatiana. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Uh, Alicia sent $19.99 says, you're not lying, T. In high school, we used to trick the bus driver to play Little Kim's Not Tonight. And we were all singing it when it came to that eat my coochie right part. We switched it to food. Uh for a week, the bus driver, until the bus driver noticed, happy birthday. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Yeah, man, we sung all types of songs back in the day. We can't shame, we can't shame this generation because we sung songs we had no business singing back then. Um, let's see here. Yazelle says, thank you for staying with us for two plus hours. Highly anticipated this Friday. You're so welcome. Thank you. Um, Wait, hold on. 21 Video says, I want to be behind T's clear window watching her do the Bobby dance. <laughs> like back in the TRL days. Oh my gosh, I miss TRL with Carlson Daly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, to Shani Love sent 199 says, Kendrick is amazing. Oh, amazing live. I've seen Kendrick Lamar. I went to one of his concerts when I lived in LA. It was like a it was a mixture. Everybody was like, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg was there. It was a few people. But yeah, he did good. Kendrick Lamar did good. So thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, Cray Paper sent 10, says, Leo Gang, happy birthday, lovely T. Getting better every year. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, Lord Fallis sent 499, says, happy birthday. Tinashe is the reincarnation of Aaliyah. She got the voice, body, choreography style, original music. I love you, sis, but she got a disc discography. I don't know. She might. I don't listen to Tanache, so I don't know. Um, I know she's complained a lot, and that turned off a lot of people because she always had a kind of like an attitude like people owed her something or that people had to listen to her. But yeah, I just never really got into her music like that. But I do know she's a really good dancer, though. I do know that. Um, <laughs> JTech sent two dollars. Says happy birthday and bust down Tatiana Grande. Y'all are a mess. 
Uh, let's see, Florida in the chat says, did you see the Barbie movie yet? I have not seen it yet. My oldest son went to see it. He said it was pretty good. He did enjoy it, but he said it's definitely more of an adult movie. It's not necessarily a kid movie. And there was definitely a lot of like messages that they put in there. He hates using the word woke, but he's like, there's definitely like some messages that they put in there. I've been trying to stay away from all the reviews just because I want to go see it for myself. But I will say this, the only thing I don't like, I feel like um, me and my telegraph, we were talking about this earlier, Hollywood is not learning their lesson, okay? My issue is, let's keep it real, the Barbie movie is playing on nostalgia, right? Because we all grew up with Barbie, a lot of us young girls, we love Barbie growing up. So they're playing on this whole nostalgia thing, that's really what's driving people to go see it. It's not necessarily because of like Robbie, um, Margot or Robbie and stuff like that. It's really because of the nostalgia. But then I'm hearing they're coming out with Polly Pocket, Hot Wheels, He-Man. So they're basically trying to do what the Marvel Cinematic Universe did. And we see where that's at now. They're literally flopping. I just wish Hollywood would stop being lazy. We don't need stuff based around nostalgia. We need new stories, okay? There was even, um, and like I said, yeah, the Barbie movie, I'm sure it's good. I can't wait to see it. But let's keep it real. It, it played on nostalgia. And now they're going to take this formula and milk it to death. We don't need a Hot Wheels movie. We don't need a He-Man movie. We don't need a Polly Pocket movie. We need y'all to stop playing on nostalgia and write new stories. We were talking about this earlier too. It was announced that Lotto, he's gonna be in Grownish. I don't know if y'all saw this. She's making her acting debut. I gotta keep it real, y'all. Let me pull this up here. Okay. Again, they're not learning their lesson. This is Lotto. She's about to be in Gronish. Her acting debut. Special delivery. Oh, hey, so. Anyways, I don't want to play the whole thing. So on top of that, I don't know if this article says it. Okay, here it is. This one says it. Just listen to this. Lotto is in good company this season. With Kelly Rowland, Little Yachty, Anna Lee Chapa, Anderson Pack, Omarion are all billed on as guests on the show's cast list. Can anybody guess why that annoys me? Can, can we guess why that annoys me? That all these people are going to be in Gronish? Everybody was like, why? Why does it annoy you, T? <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and speak. I was waiting for y'all to write it. Thank you. Somebody wrote it. The strike. The strike. Think about this. Literally right now in Hollywood, actors are crying because they can't get acting roles. Writers are striking because they're not able to write on, and work on production sets and do their jobs. Y'all are steadily, Hollywood, replacing 
real actors with damn rappers and singers with people who have already made it. Ask yourself this. When was the last time that y'all watched a movie or a show and it said introducing such and such? When we were growing up, there was always one of my favorite childhood movies, all y'all on the Discord know this, is My Girl with Veda Saltonfuss. If y'all ain't seen that movie, it's a good movie, coming of age movie. That was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. That was Anna Klumsky's first role. And the whole time introducing Anna Klumsky, introducing newcomer Anna Klumsky. When Macaulay Culkin first started act, acting, introducing newcomer Macaulay Culkin. You don't even hear that nowadays with actors because they don't want to give any new people a chance. And that is my issue. Why do they keep hiring people who already have a name and brand recognition? Because they're trying to squeeze out the regular man and woman. Do you know how many people literally went to acting classes? They were theater kids and they've always dreamed of acting. And they leave everything, they sell everything, they go to LA, they're going on auditions, and you're literally fighting against people who are ready in the industry. It's bullshit. I don't want to see Lotto making her acting debut. I want to see a young black girl who nobody knows, who moved all the way from the damn Midwest or moved from the South or left her whole family down in Texas to go chase her dream of acting in LA. That's what I want to see on Grownish. I don't want to see Anna Lee Chopper, who's walking black women around like dogs on a leash, acting in Gronish. No, I want to see a young black man who goes to acting class every Tuesday and is waitressing, excuse me, being a waiter during the day to pay for his acting classes, finally get a break. It's like these people are so tone deaf. Y'all are literally crying about actors not getting jobs, and then y'all are giving jobs to rappers and singers and people who already have brand recognition. Make it make sense. That black lady, Genevieve, wasn't Genevicia? I forget. The one that was crying that I had played the video about her the other day on the Bronnie video, that could be a role that that young black woman could get. The lady that was in all that, y'all gotta write her name. It's like they're not booking any more real actors. And I and at first, you know, I was thinking about when I used to go on audition in LA. And I remember one of my acting coaches told me this. He said, when you go to an audition, you gotta go twice as hard. You gotta give everything you have. Giovanni, that's her name. I knew her name was spelled weird. Giovanni, thank y'all. Giovanni. He says, when you go to an audition, you got to go twice as hard. You got to give your all. He said, you have to really make yourself stand out. And he said, and do you know why you have to do that? I said, why? He said, because a lot of times they're only doing this casting so the union don't get on their ass. They already got the people picked that they want to play the roles. It's either going to be a nepotism baby, somebody they're cool with, somebody whose cousin is the part of the casting you know, agency. Or it's going to be already somebody with brand recognition, like already a celebrity who's made it. So you got to act. So you got to go in and do your acting and be twice as good. So that way you're memorable in hopes that you can replace somebody that they've already picked to play that role. 
Because a lot of times when they had these castings, they already had the people in mind that they want for these roles. They're just doing the castings because they have to. That's a Hollywood secret. Okay? So I feel a way when we have black actresses like Giovanni crying about trying to get work. And then y'all have Lotto pretending to be an actress when she's a rapper. And this is no hate on Lotto. Please don't take this as Lotto shade. Don't take this as I'm hating on NLE or I don't like Kelly. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there are people who live and breathe acting. Give these newcomers a chance. Give people who went to acting classes, who are in theater, who left everything that they know to go chase their dream. Give them a chance at these roles. Stop being lazy and just picking people who already have brand recognition. Because think about this. If they did this, if this was the formula all through the 90s, we wouldn't have the A-listers that we have now. Imagine if they never gave Samuel L. Jackson a chance as a newcomer. Imagine if Holly Berry never got a chance of acting. She wouldn't be an A-lister. Imagine if Denzel Washington never got his, his breakthrough. He wouldn't be an A-lister. Why are we not creating new A-listers for this generation? It does not make sense to me. And I think the rabbit hole goes even deeper. Have you guys noticed? Because we had this conversation on Telegraph too. A lot, and I don't want to be rude when I say this, but a lot of like, you know, quote unquote, washed up actors and actresses, they're now all on YouTube, right? And they're all starting podcasts. So now what they're doing, they're doing commentaries like on their show that they were on, like, oh, let me spill the tea on how even, you know, the behind the scenes of Even Stevens and, you know, Melissa Joan Hart's, oh, let me explain what went down on Clarissa Explains It All. Have y'all been noticing that? Okay. So I believe what they're doing, because remember, when it was regular people reviewing these shows from Love and Hip Hop to, you know, movies and stuff, you know, we were ignored, nobody cared, get a job, loser. You know, it was just drama, right? When it was regular people doing these reviews. But I'm noticing more and more of the, you know, and I hate using that word wash. I don't know what to, old actors, I don't know what to say, but like, you know, people who aren't working, out of work actors, whatever, they're all moving to YouTube. They're all starting podcasts. They're all giving behind the scenes tea, what's really going on in Hollywood. This was all stuff that regular, everyday, you know, just regular us with no brand recognition used to do on YouTube. But if you notice, our channels are getting more suppressed. New people who are trying to start YouTube channels, y'all can't break in the algorithm to save y'all's life. Unless y'all are twerking or doing crazy stuff, you're not going to break in the algorithm. The algorithm is only pushing people who have brand recognition. And I said this was going to happen years ago and people said I was a hater. When I was like, y'all notice all these celebrities are now turning into YouTubers. They're all coming to YouTube. You're a hater. Let them come. Okay, well, I don't care. I have brand recognition on YouTube. I'll be fine. I'm speaking for those who, who want to do commentary, who want to be on social media, who want to be on YouTube, who won't get that push because they don't have brand recognition. So I think the rabbit hole goes deep with this, right? So just follow me. I think what they're trying to do 
is have all like the people who have brand recognition, right? The people who are now famous, you know, the rappers and all that, have them play all the acting roles, you know, maybe have some of the more seasoned actors who can't get work, they can come onto social media. And then eventually it gets flooded with people because, you know, they play on nostalgia. We all know Melissa Joan Hart from Clarissa Explains It All. And I love it. That was one of my favorite childhood shows. So people will watch and subscribe because of the nostalgia factor. And then the regular people who are trying to break in on YouTube and on social media, they don't get pushed as much. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that they want all the regular people to go back to work. Y'all need to go back to work in a nine to five. This was never meant for regular people to make money. Now that regular people have been making money and becoming even richer than some Hollywood people, Hollywood is filling away. Have y'all peeped that or am I reaching? Oh, somebody said the crowd has been. Ain't that a mean word too, child? I don't know, washed up has been, but y'all know what I mean. Somebody said they're caught has. <laughs> but I really think that's what's going on. They don't like the fact that regular folks were able to come on social media and get a bag, were able to do commentary, were able to build their own brand. And now they're trying to make it where it's the celebrities. Because remember, that was one of the issues with a lot of the white YouTubers were mad during the YouTube uh, Streamy Awards that one year when they were pissed because Will Smith, Jack Black, all these mainstream Hollywood people were getting YouTube awards and getting nominated at YouTube, you know, at the award shows. It's like we could never go and get nominated for an Oscar. What, what the fuck are they doing here? They didn't build this platform. So it's very interesting that... They're not, they're not making a place anymore for up and coming. And I'm starting to see that with a lot of shows. They are replacing actors and actresses with singers, rappers, people who already have a name in acting. Think about this. Let me bring y'all back. If y'all think I'm reaching, let me bring y'all back. One of my favorite Disney cartoons growing up was Aladdin. Do y'all know what made Aladdin so special and what, what basically broke the mold with Aladdin compared to Disney movies before? What broke the mold with Aladdin was the fact that the genie was played by, what is his name? Robin, Robin um, Williams. He played the genie. That was the first time that they had a big mainstream actor playing a, in a Disney movie. Most of the times in Disney movies, they were always voice actors. They weren't like, you know, people that you knew in Hollywood, right? But when they saw the money that they made off of Aladdin and the fact that people were big Robin Williams fans and they brought in numbers, then after that, they started casting celebrities to do the voices. Because remember, the voice of Aladdin was the dude, his name was Steven, Steve Weiner or something. He played DJ Tanner's boyfriend on Full House. That's when they started bringing in celebrities. Remember, it used to be voice actors back in the day. Mm-hmm. Lion King, James Earl Jones. Yep. Yep. 
And that's the same thing that's going on now is that they're going back to that model where they're going to start using celebrities to push all of this stuff. People already have brand recognition. Yep. And so that's why now you have a lot of voice actors. They can't get work. Look at that. What was that? Uh, the, the Madagascar. Look how many celebrities use the voice. They use celebrity voices in Madagascar. They don't even use people who are trained voice actors anymore. They're using singers and rappers and people who didn't go to school for this. Just peep the game that's being played. Yeah, just somebody said, hold on. True false says, T, I love when you talk about Hollywood. Please do more. Thank you. Yeah, just look at the games that are being played. Yep, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Remember, he played the original Lion King voice. Yep. Before then, you guys, for y'all who are really young, these the 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 actors before that played these Disney characters were regular voice actors. People who had the craft to be voice actors who were cartoon voiceovers. So yeah, it's 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 crazy. And now that I'm seeing that, I'm like, y'all are literally striking. Y'all are literally on strike. Actors are out of work. They're crying for work. And y'all are hiring Lotto? What? It, do, it does not make any sense. And I know this was probably filmed way before the strike. So don't get me wrong. You know, this was filmed before then. But it's really sad how people are being like, you know, just regular people are being replaced from having opportunities like that. You know, and that's the thing. It makes it feel like, well, then what's the point of even being involved in the creative arts if you're never going to get a chance to break through? You know, when we were growing up every few years, it was a new boy band group, a new singer, a new girl brand. People. You know, they got their fame for a few years, then they moved on. They either retired or they got involved in something else. But now folks get famous. They don't want to leave. <clears throat> they don't want to step down. They don't want to pass the baton. It's insane. All these remakes and reboots, instead of just creating something new, they keep wanting to play off of nostalgia or do a reboot. So I just feel like the rabbit hole goes a lot deeper with why they're doing this. And they're they're trying to replace it where regular folks right now, I mean, unless you're like super, super big, like I said, like a big TikToker, like Charlie D'Amelio, you've been able to make a name for yourself. You have big brand recognition. You know, people like that are basically safe. But for a lot of people who are still trying to break in, it's harder and harder because they only want to deal with people who already have a fan base, who already have, you know what I'm saying, followers who are verified. You know, just just stupid, superficial stuff like that. Just because somebody doesn't have thousands and thousands of followers does not diminish their talent. But it's to the point now where they won't even look at you twice when you go to auditions if, you, if you're not on social media, if you don't have a following. Because they want that extra push for their movie. So, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. But it's, it's really happening. And I'm just seeing it more and more with, like, a lot of these you know, whatever hash bin, wash bins, hash bins, whatever you want to call them, have, <laughs> you know, the, the older ones that are all come in and they're now taking over the podcast game. And their whole, and these are like highly produced podcasts. 
So it's not like they're in their basement, you know, or in their office. They're they're highly produced. Highly filmed, highly edited, good quality. So you can't tell me that the studios are still not behind a lot of these people. They're just the face of the podcast. But there's definitely deals. You know what I'm saying? And then if you have the studio behind you to push your podcast, you can cut those deals with directly with YouTube and Spotify. I'll call them a wash bin. <laughs> Try to find something not as harsh as hash bin and, and you know, washed. A wash bin. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, RZ says, T is skinny. Yeah, TT done lost some weight, honey. I'm happy. It's going to be very, very interesting just to see, like, where everything goes. Um, they want, they want y'all back on the workforce they don't want people on social media you know being able to eat off social media they want folks to go back and wait tables you know be janitors nothing wrong with that but i'm just saying that's what they prefer even now um there's that new uh i don't know if y'all have heard but recruiting for the military is down they said it's the lowest it's been since the draft. Let me see if I can pull this up. So like every branch of the military is down. Um, so this was on Newsweek earlier this month. They're even calling it a military recruiting crisis. Let me share this article here. We'll see if this is free. Um, okay. So. Oh, did this show up? Hold on. There it is. Can the military solve its recruiting crisis? It's been 50 years since the Defense Secretary Melvin Lard announced the end of the nation's military draft system, writing in a memo to senior defense department saying that the, with the signing of the peace agreements in Paris today after receiving a report, okay, whatever. Basically the, the military recruitment is down, okay? Here goes another article here. Let me share this tab real quick. Okay, so it's saying here, a struggle to entice even more Surefire candidates, the children of veterans put the future of the all-volunteer force in doubt, okay? So, look what we posted the other day, which I found interesting, because that's been going around, that it's down. I find it interesting that... They're also working with Nikki. Did I freeze? Okay, making sure I didn't freeze. And other celebrities as well. But this is out now. That Nikki will be featured as an operator in Call of Duty Warzone Modern Warfare 2. I don't think I can play this. It's cute, though. It's the queen here, so I gotta pull rank. It's the queen here, so I gotta pull rank. Okay, I don't want to play it out. It's cute. You can watch it on my page. But we were talking about that in the Telegraph group. And uh, shout out to James. 
he kind of brought that up. I didn't even think about that. But, you know, the recruitment is down for regular people. So if we can tie a celebrity in with the game and, you know, military, that will bring regular folks to maybe want to join. They're like pulling all stops. And then remember, early in the year, Cardi B had some type of deal that fell through as well with Call of Duty. And I kind of thought that that was weird because I'm like, are these people gamers? Do they maybe they game? I don't know. But I feel like they're they're trying to use celebs and people with, you know, brand recognition to push different things. Again, maybe I'm crazy and reaching, but hey, y'all say I'm reaching all the time and then stuff be coming to pass. But isn't it strange that the this is the lowest that the military recruitment has been in 50 years? And now they're having celebs, you know, push military stuff. It's just very interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know she plays Call of Duty. I'm not sure. <coughs> Somebody said, valid point, you're not reaching. Yeah, I just feel like they're trying to fill things. They, they want everybody to go back to work and go back to doing what they're supposed to be doing. We don't have time for regular folks to be actors. We don't have time for regular folks to be influencers. We're gonna fill these spaces with celebrities. Y'all need to go back to the front line. Y'all need to go back to cooking. We're tired of all these hut wanted signs. Y'all need to go back to work. All y'all trying to come to social media to get a bag? No, we're gonna fill these bags with celebrities and people who have brand recognition. That's what I feel is coming down the pipeline. Because for the life of me, it makes no sense that they're giving NLE, Lotto, Kelly Rowland, Anderson Pack, and whoever else acting gigs when you literally have actors crying about how they're just trying to get jobs. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, oh girl. Giovanni. Like, how does that make sense that they would not tap somebody like this on the show? Who has acting? Skills, who has acted for a long time. I need y'all to understand that not all child stars are rich. Not all of us are balling. The leads of the cast, they get the big money checks. The supporting cast, like myself, we don't get that. That's why we're striking. Okay? I'm asking for a livable wage. I'm not going to play her whole thing because we watched it the other day. But wouldn't that make more sense to give the roles to people who are actors? And to give, somebody said Jonathan Majors is in an army commercial, interesting. Well, we know he can use his fist. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel like when I see things like that, it's bothersome. And it makes me think back to just all the things I learned in LA and the things that I saw and it's so many people that will never get like recognition who, who make movies and TV shows, what they are, you know, the stage hands, the lighting text, just it's so many things to make a production run. And the only people who get the credit are like the A-listers and it's not all the people in the background who make everything run as smoothly as possible. But it's a very true thing, you know, while it's great to get auditions, 
And when I was out there, I would get auditions at least once a week. You know, sometimes once every other week I'm going on an audition. But you always have to keep in mind, like, is this even really an audition? Or y'all just doing this because the union says you have to audition so many people for this particular role. But you already have it in your mind that you're going to cast, you know, whatever A-lister in this role anyways. But I still have to waste my gas and give you a headshot that you're just going to throw in the trash once I leave. So, I don't know. I'm just always going to speak up for just the, the average everyday person. You know what I'm saying? And again, this is not to, like, knock Lotto. You know, she has the right to get a role and, you know, get a job like anybody else. But I just find that very funny that, you know, these actors are striking and crying and everything else. And they would just, well, let's just give it to a rapper. When she literally can get a bag doing something else, like actually making music. That is her bread and butter. So everything's just gotten so convoluted nowadays. Like anybody, you know, just, it has. Like, think about the young kid who's growing up right now, who's into sports. You know, he's watching basketball, baseball with his father. You know, he's an AU, whatever. And his whole goal is he wants to be the next Stephen A. Smith. He wants to do sports commentary. Will there even be a shot for him? Or is every basketball player and their son going to be the commentating faces for sports? Because back in the day, the people who did commentary were regular people who had journalism degrees. Now it's basketball players. Now it's people who played the sport. Before, you would just retire and go find something else to do. So it's like regular people aren't even getting a shot at these jobs anymore. So... Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Somebody said, T, stay on for another hour. Oh, my God, it's two hours and 41 minutes. Uh-uh. I got to go. I don't like being on stream for, like, super, super long. It's just weird. It makes me look like I have no life. <laughs> like, you know, somebody got, a, like, a long five-hour stream. Like, what the hell was y'all talking about for five hours? I'm not clicking on that shit. That's half a day's work. <laughs> but, no, this has been a great stream, y'all. I'm just... You know, sometimes we I go on a tangent, but that's just stuff that's on my mind that I just want to talk to you guys about. <laughs> Y'all want me to stay on for three hours? It's been two hours and 41 minutes. I'm, about, I'm always looking at the clock, but I don't want to feel like a loser. Like, oh, my gosh, I've been out here for two hours running my mouth. <laughs> okay, let me read a few more Super Chats before I go here. Um, let's see here. Lord Flawless and 499 says, happy birthday, T. Oh, no, I read that one. Sorry about that. Um, Chelsea Huddleston sent 1999 says happy birthday to you look gorgeous sending you love from San Antonio Texas you got me dying over the Tatiana Grande <laughs> thank you so much for the super chat love appreciate you um Evervescent 111 I like that sent 999 says happy birthday to you you're looking gorgeous sending love from your favorite sunshine state Wretched ass Florida. <laughs> love you. Uh, Discord gang, T Sipper, PS, the Haitians love you. Thank you. Shout out to all my Zoes in the house. I have a lot of Haitians who fuck with me. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Um, Jess Francis, happy birthday, friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, the Biz95. Just refreshed. Oh, where did it go? Hold on. 
My whole page is refreshed. I'm sorry, I think I lost your, your super chat. Um, oh, okay, here it is. Believe it or not, Ariana Grande is is awesome live. Um, I don't think she's a thought in bop, but Mac Miller and Pete Davidson drama messed her up for real. Well, that's good. I'm just talking about this situation though. You don't have a husband and divorce him and then wind up with a new boyfriend in two days. Okay. Because let's keep it real. If the genders were reversed, because people always have a cop out for women. If that was a man and him and his wife divorced and two days later, he has a new girl. How you doing? Because yeah, you know what? As quiet as it is kept being that somebody brought up Jonathan Majors. Can we have an honest dialogue and just say that Megan Good was probably the side chick that the white girl was arguing with him about? How did he get with Megan Good so fast? But y'all not ready for that conversation. I'm just saying. Where did this relationship come from? He was just with the white girl. Him and the white girl were fighting in the car. The white girl done ruined his whole career. And now this is his girlfriend, Megan Good. Well, where'd you come from? He was just with her. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that she's necessarily a thought for Pete Davidson or Mac Miller. That's, that's just dating. What I'm saying is this marriage that I just found out about. And then two days later, you coming out with a boyfriend. That means you was creeping during your marriage. So I'm going to give her the same energy I would if that was a man. Because if a man had just divorced his wife and all of a sudden two days later it's in the magazines that he got a new girlfriend. Well, the girlfriend was a third person in the relationship. That's all I'm saying. But I'm sure she's good live though. I'm sure she's good. She can sing. We're not going to take her talent from her. But thank you for the super chat though. I appreciate you. Somebody said the boy, oh, the boyfriend was married too? Oh, so he's a thought too. Now, I didn't know the boyfriend was married. So the boy, so both of them were married creeping on their significant other with each other. Interesting. Okay. Somebody said, talk about Celestine. Oh, Celestine knows. Oh, I had to drag her on Instagram the other day. Okay, so I've been, I've been had a feeling um, that her and Richard Lawson were not together uh, because they don't follow each other. They haven't been following each other for a while on Instagram. I know it, it's sad that a follow means that much, but it does. Okay, so it came out the other day. Let's talk about this real quick, Miss Celestine. That her and Richard Lawson are filing for divorce after eight years of marriage, okay? So, according to documents, Tina listed the couple's date of separation as Tuesday. She's also asking the court to restore her name, Celestine Knowles. That, to me, is ratchet. First and foremost, she's only doing that because she knows she can get more clout and free shit being tied to Knowles than Lawson. And so people are trying to excuse it, talking about, oh, well, she wants to match her kids because she has kids. No, her kids are grown. Let's not act like she has to go pick up Solange at school. Her kids are grown. How do you go back to marriages? If she wants to keep the last name Lawson, I get that. 
But why would you not either go back to Celestine Beyonce, because that's her last name. Why would you go back to Celestine Knowles? And mind you, for a lot of y'all who don't know, Matthew Knowles is remarried. A lot of y'all don't know this, but Matthew Knowles got a whole wife. So if I was Matthew Knowles' wife, I would feel away. No, you and my husband are divorced. I am the only Knowles outside of Beyonce and Solange. It's no different than when Chris uh, Jenner was trying to go back to Chris Kardashian. Like, girl, sit down. Just like that, that uh, Dusty Drea Kelly who won't get rid of that name. She's still holding on to that R. Kelly name. Her kids don't even use that name. I'm keeping the name because of my children. No, you're keeping the name because nobody knows who the hell you are outside of fucking Drea Kelly. Remember, Drea Kelly got married to a whole nother man and was still using R. Kelly's last name. How do you get remarried and you're still using the, the man who supposedly locked you in a, in a damn castle and all these slit pores underneath the damn uh, door? How are you still using his name in a new marriage? It makes no sense. Y'all only excuse this because it's celebrities. If this was your homegirl who was married, got divorced, got remarried, and then wanted to go back to the first husband's name, y'all would clown her. But because it's Tina, oh, well, you know, Tina, no, she just, well, her daughter's Beyonce. No, it's silly. Matthew knows got a whole wife. Either keep Lawson to go back to go back to Celestine Beyonce and leave me alone. You're not Tina Knows. You're Tina Knows Lawson or Tina or whatever, Celestine Beyonce. It's just weird. Yeah, Drea Kelly was cussing folks out for asking her, why are you still using the last name Kelly? You're using it because you know that you get more attention with that name than not. Just say you want a lot of free shit. <laughs> Just say y'all want free shit and leave us alone. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. She was on the shade room cussing everybody out for asking a legitimate question. Ma'am, why are you still using the name R. Kelly? Was he not found guilty? Let me see if I can find it. No, and the only reason why people pay her any mind is because of that last name. People's kids be 55 talking about I'm keeping the name because my kids. Like you got to go to school and vouch. I don't see it. Hold on, I'm still scrolling. This was a few days, somewhere on the shade. This was a few days ago. She was going off on everybody about this ratchet last name of Kelly. Okay, it must be too far down. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it no more. I'd have to keep scrolling. Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. I found it. Let's go ahead and watch this. All right, we're going to watch this together. Let me put this on the stream. Still claiming this man's name. Hey, Miss Jr. And it's my kid's name. Get out of here. Hey, sis. I really do eat. Do what? Okay, change your name, you get off Instagram. How about that? Okay, let me tell y'all something. Why don't you change your last name? Because I don't want to. Next. Hey, Miss Jr. And it's my kid's name. Get out of here. 
Cases. I really do eight. Do what? Okay. Change the name. You get off Instagram. How about that? Okay. But this is a woman that was abused by him and you know she knew nothing i'm sorry but he's just he's a I, I wouldn't want no ties to anything with r kelly like i said even her kids don't use that last name the one kid she changed her whole name she's not even using her birth name again just say you want free shit, drea and quit playing in our face this is my kid's name your kids don't even use that damn name <laughs> weird ass lady <laughs> Yeah, said she was kept in the closet with no food. Couldn't leave. He forced her to do threesomes, all types of weird shit. But you want to keep that name. She's weird. No, just say you want the clout because that's exactly what it is. She wants clout. Them kids don't even claim R. Kelly. It's my kid's name. No, it's R. Kelly's name. You didn't marry your children. You married R. Kelly. Yeah, so now Tina Knowles wants to go back to, well, Tina Lawson wants to go back to Tina Knowles. Let me show y'all Matthew Knowles' wife, which I don't know he's married. Now, when now usually Matthew Knowles don't never even post his wife. A lot of folks don't even know that he's married. But remember when that new baby, well, the baby mama came out a few weeks ago? So when she came back out, he was getting drugged. So in order to deflect, he tried to bring up the new wife. Cause he don't, he never mentions this lady. And the comments was lighting his ass up. So this was when, remember the other lady was looking for Beyonce, you know, Beyonce's stepbrother. Uh, so this was the same week. So in order to like, you know, get people to look over here, he says, 10 years ago, I married this amazing woman. We've had our ups and downs, lived through C-19 and cancer. My wife is simply my best friend and someone I've shared my beautiful moments with. Tonight, Gina, I shared an unforgettable moment in Monte Carlo. I'm incredibly grateful. And then somebody said, you left Tina for this? Child, bye. The comments are just so nasty. They're like, what about your other two kids? The ones you gathered while still married? Let me get off his, <laughs> the internet ain't shit. He posted that, that was dragging him in the comment section, child. But um, again, that is his wife. He's been with Gina Knowles for a while. So to me, it looks tacky for Celestine to go back to Knowles legal. It's just silly. Either keep Lawson or, or keep it moving. I, if I was his wife, I would feel away. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Somebody said, T, show the side, show the side chick that did the split. Y'all want to see Matthew knows the side chick, the one that did the split. <laughs> Hold on, what was her name? She used to be Solange's best friend. I'm sure Solange probably whooped her butt when she found out what happened. I'm trying to find a picture.
that picture i posted in the video but it's not coming up it was like on an old tmz <laughs> but that split was something serious yeah Takoya, that's her name i'm trying to see if i can find the picture for y'all but yeah she used to be um solange noses really good for oh here oh shit here it is found it hold on She turned Matthew out. <laughs> that picture lives in my head rent free. <laughs> she put it on good old Matthew and got a baby out of it. Her daughter is gorgeous, though. She got a beautiful daughter. But yeah, that picture is so funny. Yeah, that's that that was the other baby mama. The uh the little girl. <laughs> I remember that picture went viral all over social media. Oh my gosh. Everybody was like, what the hell? Matthew was doing the most, boy, oh boy. But yeah, he's happily remarried now. And he's been married now for like 10 years. Oh, this is a picture of her with Solange. Let me show you this picture of her and Solange's child. Her and Solange were really good friends. There's, see, that was Solange's homegirl. Mm-mm-mm. But, yeah, I don't think that, like I said, Tina should just keep to Tina Lawson or go back to Tina Beyonce and keep it moving. y'all i'm gonna finish up these super chats and i'm out of here it's been almost three hours this has been fun i've had a good time this was a really good chat um let's see here um itsy zaza says happy birthday to you look amazing i hope you enjoy your birthday thank you so much i appreciate you um morgan says funny thing is regular folks for the most part don't watch these celebs on youtube they bore us we find regular unknown people more entertaining facts Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Miss Muchilla said 1999. Thank you, Miss Muchilla. She says you're speaking facts about YouTube. They don't want us regular people to be popular and happy birthday. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Willie sent 499 says voice actors have been talking about that for years. They could not get residuals for video games or commercials. No one cared now until Hollywood. Oh, wow. I didn't know that voice actors were not getting residuals on those video games. Ooh, we or commercials. I did not know that. That's crazy. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. We need to have a call-in show and just drag Hollywood for all their shadiness, I swear. Um, Sabson5 says, soon AI will replace the actors who are on YouTube. Have you heard about the AI trend on TikTok? There's so many AI trends. It's like, I can't even keep up at this point. I'm gonna have to look that one up. But it's it's a lot of stuff that's taking over the industry when it comes to AI. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Lotus Girl says, I love B, but she should not have been in the Lion King. Mm. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, they used her, you know, for that big box office draw, but it'd have been nice if they just used a lot of regular people who just, you know, who went to school for, for voice acting. 
uh evil angel sent 199 says using stars now on audiobooks like audible what i didn't know so celebrities are now doing audiobooks too wow i didn't know that oh wow okay we will oh yeah let me tell y'all this before i forget because somebody said yes t do a call-in show so as you guys know the green room it went bye-bye my app is still being worked on. He's saying um, that it should be done, I think he said like mid-August. But in the meantime, I was talking to Marquis. And so we we're thinking we could still do call-in shows. So what I might, what I'm gonna do is do the call-in shows on Zoom. So we'll still have our private Zoom meetings for Discord. That's not gonna change. But I'm thinking like once or twice a month. I'll do a call-in show and y'all will just do it on Zoom instead of the green room. It'll be a Zoom call-in show. Cause I want, I love the call-ins. I love to hear from y'all. I love to hear y'all's opinion on stuff. So I think it would be good. Like even with this whole drama, you know, with the trans community and everything that blew up, I think that would be a good call-in show. So that might be something I do next week. Um, this whole Hollywood topic would be a definitely a good call-in show. So we will do the call-in shows, but I think we're going to move them to Zoom. So be on the lookout for the Zoom link. I will post it publicly on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, you know, whatever my social medias are. And then you'll be able to call in five minutes, give your opinion on said topic. But yeah, I, I miss the call-in shows because the green rooms, man, green room Wednesdays used to be lit and I really miss them shows. So we're gonna go back to it. Um, so yeah, just FYI, I'm working on that. Uh, let's see here. Somebody said Morgan Freeman. They got Morgan Freeman reading books. He's like 90 years old. Well, bless his heart, child. So a lot of celebrities are reading audio books. Now I didn't know that. Um, TJ says, T, your class acts, these YouTube streets are becoming ghetto. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, Kia Sin 499 says, a draft is coming soon. They'll get people one way or another. My teacher talked about this years ago. Oh, are you serious? So you think they're going to bring back the draft? But my thing is this, and you're probably right, right? Why did they get rid of all them people in the military that were already there because they didn't want to get the, the act seen? That's what I didn't understand. They were they were literally forcing them out of the military because they didn't want to get vaccinated. Knowing that there's a shortage. It just didn't make any sense. Child. Hmm. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Key Senfada says, TT Palmer. Oh, hold on. He says, TT Palmer, it's the dress for me though. <laughs> Thank you. My dress is not see-through though. Yeah, I don't have a see-through dress. Mine's just all solid. What color? <laughs> but thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, and I got married says, happy birthday, T. I can't finish the live because my husband wants to watch TV. I hope to one day visit Jenga and Organics Juice joint next time you're in the ATL. Okay. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Exophonian sent nineteen ninety nine says it's true the military uses video games as recruitment tactic. Ooh, hold on, it refreshed. Okay, as recruitment taxes, 
tactics was on the news like 10 years ago. I'm sure you can find it. Also, recruitment commercials play the most when a major war is about to start. Give it two years. Oh, my gosh. Oh, y'all are in Hispel and some military tea. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for the super chat. I didn't know that. Video games. And they have a major pop star in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So maybe TT is not reaching after all. Oh, we, I'm going to have to dig into that. Thank you so much. I'm going to have to dig into that some more. Wow. Okay, let's see here. Static Shock Nini says, hey, T, Army veteran here. They are holding up the military promotions because of the abortion laws. What does that mean? They're holding up military promotions because of the abortion laws. I'm not sure what that means. But thank you, though. Maybe someone can explain in the chat. Um, Dina sent 499 says, happy birthday, T. Been a day one. I appreciate your hard work. Still waiting for you to come to Connecticut. Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't have Connecticut on my radar, but maybe one day I'll go there. Um, I don't, what's in Connecticut? Y'all be like, come to Greenball, Alabama. <laughs> what's in Greenball, Alabama, sir? <laughs> but yeah, I would, I like the East Coast. I just never been to Connecticut. I've been to like Jersey and New York and Delaware. I've never been to Connecticut though. I heard some of it, certain parts are nice. Um, let me see here. TL sent 10 says, Miss Simone from the Discord, uh, driving home, catch the playback. Love you, sis. Love you too. Thank you so much. Uh, Janelle Barber says, Happy birthday, lovely T. Enjoy. I could listen to you talk all day. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Daishiki18 sent $200. Oh my God. Says, thank you for all you do. Happy birthday. Love you. Hashtag Discord. Thank you so much, Daishiki. I appreciate you. Y'all have shown so much love today. I'm like, y'all always show me a lot of love on my birthday, like every single year. I And even outside of my birthday, y'all just show so much support. And I really appreciate it. Like, thank y'all. Because y'all know y'all don't have to do it. So I appreciate every super chat, every comment, the fact that we, at one point, we had like 10,000 people in here. So thank you guys so much for just all the love and support. Like, this has definitely made my birthday. Because I really don't have no plans for today. I just said, let me get dressed, do my live stream, and hang out with my peoples. So, man, I appreciate it. Uh, fitness foolish, uh, Foolishness Senpai says, why be all you can be when you can make six grand a month pretending to be an NPC? Happy birthday. I'm a Leo. I'm a July Leo, July 30th. Happy early birthday, Leo gang. Appreciate you. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, I think that's that girl that was like, um, I forget her name, the pinky girl that's playing the NPR or NPC character or something like that. And yeah, they said she made $7,000 from doing all that goofy stuff. So and soon, and then what happened? As soon as she started doing it, you seen Tamar Braxton and a bunch of celebrities trying to jump on it. So it's like regular people can never have anything for themselves. Pinky Doll, that's her name, Pinky Doll. Thank you. And I don't get the videos. I don't understand. You know, people have explained it to me. You know, I seen Trish Paytas doing it too, so I don't know. But hey, as long as she's not hurting nobody, I don't care. Get your money, sis. <laughs> I like when she's like, 
I don't that I don't know what she does that popping thing makes me laugh. <laughs> that popping, yeah, that part cracks me up when she does that. Um, Black Girl Who Do Sim 499 says, Happy birthday, T. What do you think about Krishan finally leaving Blueface and Stewie performing her new song? Oh, not too fast, hun. Krishan went black to, back to Blueface uh last night. We didn't even post it on our page, but I think Hollywood Unlock posted it. She's back giggling with that toothless grin. Oh, maybe not, there's an update. Earlier they said that she went back. Krishan links back up with Blueface and is all giggle. So let's watch this real quick. This is what they posted, but then I guess they're saying she came back and said it wasn't blue, but let's, let's hear for ourselves if it's blue or not. Why did we go in the morning? What? <laughs> that looks like blue to me. Why did we go in the morning? What? Hold up, did y'all see his head? I recognize that square ass head. Look. <laughs> Look at that square head. That's blue. So now they're saying, this is an update. Blue says that's not him in that live with Krishan Rock. Okay, let's see. He said, that ain't me. What the F? Why did we go in the morning? It sounds like him. What? <laughs> that's him look at his ears them pointy ass ears that's blue face shut up blue face see they even paused it while i paused it the hell out of here with this shit. they're back together moving on bluetooth <laughs> just lying that ain't even me cuz issue we recognize them pointy ass elf ears blue face <laughs> Oh, let me see here. The great Ray Ray sent 199 says, show the video of the boy and his mom moving. I haven't seen that video yet. Y'all gonna have to post the link. Um, let's see here. Simone sent 1999 says, happy birthday, happy Friday. We got the casinos in Connecticut. Hey, oh, okay. So there is some stuff to do in Connecticut. I, I'm at, I don't know. I've just never, I don't know. I've never been there. I don't know anybody from Connecticut, but maybe I have to check it out sometime. Y'all got some casinos. All right, now. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, AG Sam 499 says, happy birthday, T. Drea Kelly is trapped in the closet eating porridge. <laughs> She's definitely trapped in something because she refuses to give it to that last name. She had a whole nother marriage and was still going by Drea Kelly. A shame. Um, but thank you for the super chat, sis. Carla Ruiz sent five says, watching you on vacation in El Salvador. Love you. Love you, too. Thank you and enjoy your vacation, girl. Have a ball. Um, SD sent 1999 says, happy birthday, T. Thank you for spending time with us. You're one of my faves who speaks their mind. You are more than welcome. Thank you. So, y'all, it's been three hours and 10 minutes. I have been on here all day. This is a, this is the longest stream I've ever done. 
So I am out, you guys. But I just want to thank everybody um, who came today, who left a comment, who sent me birthday messages, well wishes. I really appreciate it. Y'all not take my birthday seriously just because I wasn't even supposed to be here, honey. But I'm still here and I'm, I'm grateful to God. You know, every year is a blessing, you know, for each and every one of us. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. Everybody have a safe and blessed weekend. Stay hydrated. It is very, very hot. This is the hottest July on record. So definitely, you know, keep that in mind as you guys are out there, you know, kicking it and having a good time. So I will talk to everybody later. Enjoy your evening. If I didn't get to read your super chat, I'm so sorry. Thanks. Somebody just sent one um, real quick. C. Taylor, $20. Happy birthday, T. Hope you have a lovely day. Thank you so much, C. Taylor. Appreciate you. And happy birthday to all my Leos out there. It's Leo season. Enjoy your season. Happy birthday, everybody. I will talk to you guys later. Bye, everyone.